What's up, everybody? Welcome to Call to Action Live this Sunday evening. I warn you, this might be a long episode. We've got a lot to talk about. I mean, like, this was a jam-packed week. But I'm excited to do so. And joining me this fantastic Sunday night, to my right is the lovely, talented Alex. How are you doing? I got my claw. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm set. I'm in like Flint, so, you know. Perfect. You are ready to go. And down below us... We have the PLD. Paul, how are you doing? Well, I'm out of Jameson, so that's a very sad thing for me. So I had to go d dive deep into my sweet drinks for a barbecue, and I'm actually having a Mike's Black Heart Black Cherry Lemonade. Yeah. With. It's hey, kind of close. I got one. So uh, we're good to go, though. Perfect. We all got our alcohol. We're ready to go because we're going to need it because we got a lot to talk about. So we need to like get all loose and ready to talk about it. I feel like we should just dive in, I guess. Let me pull up the first match we're going to talk about. I'm which a little is... scared to go into this one, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot going on this past <laughs> week and upcoming weeks. So I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> this week has been crazy. Okay, I have to admit, as a Schmodown fan, this week has been awesome. As a person who has to summarize every single match that happened this week and write it down so we can talk about it, this was not a fun week. <laughs> took me four and a half hours today, but worth it. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the first match we're going to talk about is Alba versus Warfather. Oh my gosh. Okay, so back to when we were speculating about this. I don't even remember who I said I thought was going to win. I think I said Alba. And, but man, I still did not expect that match to go the way that did. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Yeah, I, I can bet. I bet on that one, Eric. That was about a nice thing that is as well. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> we need a week off. <laughs> and that match went extremely not like I thought it was going to. <laughs> to be honest I, with you. Yes. I mean, it's definitely, it was one of those matches where I was really genuinely surprised on both ends. I mean, Greg Alba, I was very impressed with his, mm -hmm. um, with his IG debut. Obviously, mm -hmm. so rookie to Schmodan in general. When it comes to IG, obviously, it's like it's arguably one of the most difficult leagues to be a part of, and to be involved as a rookie in today's, today's <laughs> in this IG, season, right? like, whew, like Absolutely. oh sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I we're just gonna do a quick breakdown of each of these matches because we'd have so many of them to talk about. But by the end of round one, we had Albin lead eight to five. So you already had a pretty good head start starting round one, and then round two, he got to pick. Uh, he got MCU, which apparently is a really good strength. He did fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And then Warfather got DCEU, which I am a big DCU fan. I didn't know a lot of those questions before going <laughs> on this. They were a little difficult. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. I was surprised at how much out of the gate Alba went. Um, then I was a little, even such a surprise that Warfather kind of seemed to stumble in the first round a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he missed a couple of you know, pretty much gimmies in a way that you're not supposed to miss in this league. That's for sure. Um, but like, I, just, I expected it to be a lot closer. I, expected, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I'm not sure if he was just mm -hmm. off his game or if Alba was just on his game. It just it seemed it was just a very weird match throughout for me. I didn't. Or maybe Warfather was just thrown in quite spontaneously out of sheer necessity. Mm -hmm. Even though he was just like, I don't want to do it, but I got it. I need someone, and I do. Does anyone kind of know IG? Anyone? <laughs> maybe kind of. And War and Warfather was just like. I don't know. I know who directed Doctor Strange. 
right? Well, he acts like an IG player. He's got the big hand, you know, the big hammer. Mm -hmm. Just because you act like an IG player, it doesn't mean you are an IG player. I mean, yeah. do we need to talk about Kalinowski? Kalinowski does not like quote unquote look or act like the stereotypical IG competitor, but now obviously Sure he does. Halinowski. He's how team Halinowski looks just like Green Lantern. So he looks just like an IG guy. Yeah. He's, he's also <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I would love to see him as Hal, uh, Hal Jordan. I would love to see that. Um, I mean, but I like I mentioned, you know, the IG competitors right now are definitely more intense. The digs are deeper in DC in particular, though, uh, because there's so few movies. There's like literally less than 10 DCEU movies overall, I believe. Right. I could be wrong, but no, you're, you're right. I, I think yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, because there's a lot fewer movies, the digs are a little bit deeper. What is a two-pointer for IG? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, especially in that category, is like a three-pointer in the third round, mm -hmm. essentially, for other, in other categories. So, I will say the the Warfather did win me over still. He's one of those guys that his character is worth watching a match, even if the match doesn't end up being competitive. It's he's still fun to watch. He's a funny guy, so I like I like that aspect. Of it. Oh, I love him! I love Warfather. He's so funny and sweet, and I just he just he's so great. He seems so genuine when he when he reacts. Like you know when he won um, when he won his uh, first singles match. Um, a while ago, he he seemed like genuinely surprised that he won. He was like, "I'm just excited to be here, man." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "I feel you. I feel you." Yeah, I love both these competitors so much. Uh, but man, KO seventeen to six. That yeah. was. Oof. Oof. Uh, it, 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 it was it was pretty brutal to watch. Like I said, they're sweet, they're funny, entertaining. I adore both of them. The whole match itself was really fun to watch, but also it kind of hurt my stomach a little bit. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not playing around. I respect that. You know. <laughs> I think we might have seen the last of the Warfather this year. I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think at least this year, probably. Maybe next year. Maybe with just a better manager player team up that works together gets him some training going and stuff like that maybe he might come dominate next year but i think his season's over maybe he just needs some time you need yeah. some time to study up and maybe get the little game level going on i mean he might have mm -hmm. a base knowledge he seems to know his way around things he's just yeah. mm -hmm. you know we can see people improve and not to mention he's definitely within I don't want to say he's with an inferior manager right now, but at the same time, uh, he definitely has, uh, you know, if he has like the right leadership, I feel like I can definitely see him flourishing very effectively. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just takes that right person that you click with and it's just going to work. It is possible depending on how many people per like faction get it though, mm -hmm. but I would think that he'd be pretty mm -hmm. far further down the list, I think, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Lower priority for sure. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know, like four, two per faction, four per faction, depending on how yeah. many. Yeah. Who's, I mean, but who's in his faction, though, realistically? Well, it, I mean, yeah. then the droves. Like, can we pull that up by chance? Do I have that still on here? I don't like the list. I might still have that here. Maybe. Maybe. I'll look it up. Maybe. I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> 
Oh well, Paul does that. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway. But regardless, we should probably have that on hand at all times. So I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long week, guys. It's been a long week. It's been right? a long week. No, I mean, like that's something I I can honestly I can just add, you know, for fun. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. I got it. In the in the burning drews right now, we got Alonzo Duralde, Whitney Seibold, Eric Warfather, uh, Rebecca McKendry, Bonnie Somerville, Hannah Knapsack, The Hurricane, JTE, and Scott Mance. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be enough people in there that there's, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, I, I say that with love. That's yeah. just, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I would love to see him play potentially in the teams. That'd be really cool if he was part of a Drugs new team. Um, I, I don't think that's going to happen either, realistically, right now. But he is going to be – well, actually, since he did win his singles match, I think he is, he is going to be in another singles match in the near future, I imagine. Good. It's, 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 I mean, he's he's technically at one and one in singles, isn't he? He'd be Claudia Dolph. Yeah. He'd be yeah. Dolph and he's so he would enough. have to play another singles competitor. So yeah. we'll have to see. We'll have to see. So we might might he might get a shot here. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll <have to> see. <laughs> Is that a, that's a dance move? I kind of like that. That was, me, that, that was me at prom. <laughs> Hey guys. Oh, you drunk out of the corner bar at about three in the morning. Uh, Do you think I'm sexy? Da, 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 da. She sounds just like Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here for this. It's like the new dance move, man. <laughs> Just tuning in now, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, it's the new now. dance move, man. Just get in with <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize, guys. I'm off my rocker. I'm tired. It's I don't been a long day. I, I don't apologize. Know. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> Anyway, we should probably move on. I get to that. Yeah, probably need to move on to the next match. I guess next we will probably cover Barbarian versus Slavic. Mm. Which was another match that was very entertaining. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, Bar Barbarian is just so impressive. Such a great guy. I love Craig. He's awesome. He's so good with his character and Elvis and everything like that. Klavik's awesome as well. Just such a great match. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was. It was definitely a good match. I will find it. I, I really wanted to see this. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to see this match because... Craig had such an amazing debut as singles. Seen him yes. in a lot of the video, Drew things. He's, he never seems to miss a lot of the things. So he, he, I really want to see what he had to do in the IG. And I will say I wasn't disappointed, but I, well, I was hoping to see a big him versus Parker at some point. I think, I think Parker wins now. Like my initial thing is I think Barbarian can give him a run, but I think now Parker wins. That's my, this is after my first gut for after this performance. He was good. He was actually great. Yeah. He's not, I don't think he's quite at that level. He'll be like right underneath. So, yeah, and I think Parker's unstoppable. So, it really yeah, matter how big, how great Barbarian was because I think Parker's <laughs> Parker's made the whole thing. <laughs> See, Lucas, when you start listening, that's what you're listening to. Really, you truly hear me. Uh, I, would well, I would just say about uh, Craig, I think he's a fantastic competitor. He's one of those um, competitors that is so well rounded. Mm -hmm. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he's the next Kalinowski. No, he couldn't. He could actually be I 100% say that because not only is is he is he's clearly 
he he has like a good solid core knowledge when it comes to IG. I don't think he's amazing yet, um, but it's clearly he's he's started working and he's actively training and studying for it. So you know, it's definitely a work in progress. And he has some really great IG competitors in his wheelhouse to really help back him up. Um, Absolutely. And clearly, whatever he's doing study wise. It's working. <laughs> well, he has base knowledge to begin with. So if you have yeah. base knowledge, that's the yeah. important thing as far as like, you can see. I study all you want. If you don't have the base yeah. knowledge, it's going to take you forever. I think he has enough base knowledge that, I mean, I'm, this is a long shot here, but if we're ever talking about people who could possibly be a four belt person, like all four divisions, he's the kind of guy I would say has a potential to do so. Okay. He'd have to study his ass off. He'd really have to study his ass off at Star Wars possibly. But I think he's he's one of the guys I would put on that short list to be a potential four belt for uh, four division champion. I find that impossible to achieve, but that's, it, a, whole, that's a whole other conversation. That's it really is. It is very, uh, very that's tough. a whole conversation right there. Who could potentially be the first? I mean, we just, we're going to be talking later today about how intense about some of the points that um, Scrimshaw made in his thing is that um, it's not so much about how much you know it's not about you versus the knowledge it's about you versus the question and the technical aspect of the question what is a specific question that's being asked versus like what you're like versus like the over the scene what's going on or whatever may be because obviously they all know the movies backwards and forwards they know every single line and everything but it's the technical what is the answer behind the technical question that they're asking that seems to be one really defeating the competitors if you're getting it wrong it's because you misunderstood the question right. not because you've got the not because your knowledge is incorrect so right. so i i feel like that i feel like it's impossible to do that to be involved in all three i mean all four like and, well if you i think you, it's the thing you gotta do you gotta you gotta hit it one you have to hit one at a time I think he's already got he's already showing already i mean he's only had one match oh, so I get you, mean, it. Like, you mean like separately uh, yeah, at least have a champion. Not necessarily be at four at the same time. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant simultaneously. Okay. That's, even, that's a totally different. Novel. That's what I was like picturing, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. what is the schedule <laughs> for these people? No, no, no that'd be, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, like, are, are they just? Are, are they all like a Rachel Cushing or <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> right. Maybe Smets. Maybe Smets. No, no, hard Smets. Challenge. That's that is. But said the dude is not even it's not confirming whether or not he wants even wants to be in teams or singles. Yeah. Let alone Star Wars. So he will. I think he will though eventually. I I think so too. It's a matter of time. I think uh teams would probably be his ease way in. Oh yeah. Find himself a good partner and Mm -hmm. the best combination of the best um combination of players for a team is one uh one um uh, that's a little more focused on IG. A mm-hmm. good IG player, not a great IG player, but a really solid IG player and a great singles player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's like the best combo. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, at the end of round one, they were uh, Barbarian 9, Havoc 7. Mm-hmm. And then round two happened and Barbarian spun MCU. Mm-hmm. And Havoc got opponent's choice. And this was mm-hmm. showing where I think Gucci's showing what he does as a manager because even barbarian was like hey we talked about this we studied the tape we know like and it was just like not even a question so gucci was doing his thing <laughs> he's been doing his manager thing 
I am more and more sold on Gucci being a lot better than people think he is. I mean, I've always thought he was good, but anyways, I kind of was like, I don't know, I don't know what's going. On. But just he's more and more. He knows what he has. He knows who to listen to on his team. He knows what to like. He knows how to talk to people. Generally speaking, unless except for the communications issues early in the year, I get it. But as far as individuals go, as far as the match goes, he doesn't know the the, the questions, but he knows how to make you feel good. He knows how to, to work things the right way. Because yeah, everybody I've talked to in that faction have always said the same thing, that he is great to talk to, great to get you to settle down, and great to, to, to be a sounding board with. I think he's got a lot more than, than we... Than Does that include Cody Hall or Emily Rose Jacobson? Oh, Cody Hall hasn't played yet, so I don't know about that. I know, but he's already said, <laughs> I don't even know if the dude's going to play. I don't know if I want him to play. His word's not mine. You know what? So, you know what? When you play five, when you have five studs like that, you concentrate on your five studs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is that he wants to focus on his five studs and not six some of his studs, other. Actually. Six, six studs, actually. Yeah. Six studs. So he's going to concentrate on six studs, and he's not going to talk about his – he's not going to focus on his other competitors mm-hmm. at all. Yep, and that's why he's on top of the yeah. division, though, still. <laughs> that's fine. I would just feel bad for any baby rookie going into his faction. Well, that's a different Sabrina, story. Like, for example, Sabrina. Like, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. We'll have to see how, she but, might play more, though, too. But here's the thing, though. Dagny also knows when to delegate. So, like – yeah, maybe he is not training Sabrina something like that, but he's got Barbarian who can help us like that. There's other people in the group that can help them. So, like, you focus on, as Paul put it, your studs, and then delegate helping and training down to newer competitors from those people when they have extra time. So, it's like, that's being a manager. Just knowing that, how to use what you got. That sounds like not being, that sounds like you're really focusing on your core few and having them manage other people. That's what it takes. That's, that's just that's just that just sucks. It really does. I disagree. I, I agree. know. I, I, I know. I think he he's a great manager. Obviously, he's incredibly talented, and it shows. You know, I just know that if I were a rookie going in with him, I don't know if I would pick him. I would want someone that's going to be able to give me much more attention. Someone's going to give me much more hands-on, direct hands-on experience and mentorship versus someone that's going to direct a player. So you and, want somebody uh, who wants somebody who knows what yeah. they're doing, has a great studying habits, how to help you study and everything else. So someone yeah. like a Ben Bateman. Yeah. Ben Bateman's not a manager. Exactly. If you just didn't have Bateman in his wheelhouse, this would be a completely But he does because he plans <laughs> yeah. yeah. not in the wheelhouse. Yeah, so but that he, that's the thing. He's he to, I mean Bateman to me, Bateman and Roca and Merle, to me, they're they're more than they seem more like the managers than anything. There shouldn't have to be three or f- six managers on deck. They are, them. though. It sounds like they are. If they're okay. training and mentoring others, they are managing to a certain extent. Okay. So let's, I want to use this in a bit for like, okay, Roxy and Dagny, though, they're, they're not playing, they're active players and things like that. Do you really want them tr- you training them being training people on gameplay stuff like actual like stuff that being a competitor you would know more about as opposed to just managing? I feel it's smarter to have someone who is in the game constantly lives it, breathes mm-hmm. it. That is their thing, teaching me as a new newbie how to do it as opposed to somebody who casually maybe mm-hmm. dabbled in the game but only is really managed. I feel like that's a way solid, more solid strategy for a rookie. And if, 
if that's the case, in that case, Winston or Coy are better managers. I mean, because Dino has no direct, because Gucci has no direct playing experience outside of the first and second season. You know, Vincent is an amazing manager. He is absolutely, but that's because he's able to direct his other competitors to be managers on his behalf, and he's able to direct his competitors to be his mentors for his team and that's definitely one aspect of training i feel like you need to be efficient in doing but again if you are if you have that at your if you have that ability have those people in your wheelhouse that's totally fine but if you don't have those core few you're screwed and he is very lucky that good that um that that roca and merle and bateman like being in his corner as much as he did because if they didn't they'd be screwed right now they would act be actively going against him. You don't know that, but I'm saying you you're seeing you're arguing a fallacy at this point because you're arguing that without them he couldn't do it. I but, don't think he could. But you don't know that though, because we we can't we don't know that. So but until also, he's shown that, you can't really say he can't. Also, he's been three time manager here before this. This is the first time he's had all four. Like two years ago, he didn't have all four. He just had the Patriots. And yeah, he was, and he wasn't that great of a manager. He was they, won, they, they won eleven straight. You can't. Yeah, he was also one of the only managers at the time. You he can't was argue one of two or three managers. You can't argue results. We can't. No, we no. We can't argue. Those are completely different circumstances. And That's like arguing baseball players from nineteen thirty five versus baseball players from today. Those are completely different circumstances. Why would we compare the two? And Gucci picked Barbarian and DeMilano with his next two picks after holding the four. Look because someone told him to. Smart smart guy listening to his team, listening to people. Yeah. But also, I want to look look at all the managers. That's like, okay, all of them. But Kate, I love Kate. I think she was a good manager and stuff like that. She isn't training her people on knowledge like that because she doesn't play at all. You don't know that, They're, though. But from what I've heard... Me. She is directly working with them and training with them actively I'm sorry, all I didn't the hear time. Who heard? It? Who heard? Who are we talking? I about? have. I say, Kate. Kate. Okay. I have heard from from sources that she is actually working directly with them, checking in, not only checking in, but actively working with them to train consistently. There is a difference. I want someone that that's hands on. I don't want someone that's going to direct someone to, to manage me. I want someone that's going to work with me directly and having that experience. So we but can I, have that relationship. But I have heard through other sources from different sources that Bobby Gucci does a lot more than he lets on and that people know okay. about. If that's the case, I, again, I love being proven wrong. I just don't know your sources. True. If Ben know. and Guy, oh, sorry, if Ben is telling you that, Awesome. I don't have Ben telling me that. I also have to say, I honestly think that the, the his whole demeanor can be easily is just a super. I, I don't know for sure. It, I see it as a brilliant act. Make people think you're the idiot and you underestimate mm -hmm. them. That's true. Mm -hmm. And he, I guess I said all I gotta say is you can't argue results. It doesn't matter how he's doing it. He's okay. It. Let's say, for example, hypothetically. Uh, Christian and Ella say, you know what? We want to completely wipe the slate clean and mm -hmm. we, you can have no competitors, none of the same competitors going into your next, that you can draft next time. Right. Mm -hmm. Completely new, none of the same. Mm -hmm. 
I wonder what his situation would be like. I would too. Yeah, not, yeah I'm I just would. that's something I would be a lot more curious about. I mean, would people be, would his competitors be asking to be traded to be in his faction again? Um, because I've heard from several people be like having that relationship with Winston, with Kate. I haven't heard that conversation about. Like I said, I don't have the same relationships that you have, obviously, with Ben and and Merle and Roca and everything. I don't. But like I mentioned, if I'm curious what that direct relationship is, as far as like how interactive with the training mentoring is, he kind of giving him that a lot of that leadership directly. Is he checking on very regularly? Hey, what are, new movies are you watching, etc.? What categories are we actively working on? Have you done your research on their competitors or strengths or weaknesses? How are we staying consistent? What are our goals for the next few weeks, movie wise, training wise? Are they asking those questions? I don't know. Everybody has different styles, so I'm not sure how it's going to happen. But another another point in Gucci's favor is Sabrina chose him. Out of a, he had a, she had offers from about five or six different people, and she chose to go with them. So obviously, you want her. I over. mean that. Uh, I mean that's neither here or there. You, you know, she's, she's cool, but I mean she's that doesn't that doesn't that. I mean that's she's amazing. I think she's adorable, but so I'm just saying she could lose in her first match, and we might not hear from her for the rest of the season. That's true. We that's don't know. She could be the next singles champion. We well, have I'm no not saying clue. anything about like her. You know, so she's a very intelligent person, and and Gucci's yeah. convinced her to sign with them over five different people. Yeah. So now, if if she was like, for example, if Ben ended up deciding he wanted to be a manager, or Roca did, and I could see hit. Gucci's competitors be like, actually, I want to go to his faction, Ben's faction, because I have that personal one-on-one mentorship mm -hmm. experience with Ben, not with Gucci as much. I would also like to say, though, this is the second group of people that Dagnino has managed into greatness. Did we forget about the Patriots? The Patriots are arguably the greatest team that's and, and, and Snyder said he didn't do anything for them at the time. It was <laughs> a mouthpiece. He wasn't. He didn't do hands-on training with them. That's what they said before about him. Yeah, but, but that's not what they need. They had the knowledge there. They needed. I I've talked to JT and stuff like that. Like they he did other things for them that they needed. <laughs> I guess it's just yeah, he, able to read and recognize your competitors efficiently. That's what, and that's what it is. That's what I was trying to avoid is that there's different kinds of managers. Some people are hands-on one way. Some people are just people who mold people the right way or they massage you the right way to get to you where you need to go. But he's winning. I mean, I mean, that's the end of the game. doesn't matter. You could be manager of the year. You could be the shittiest manager. If you're winning every time, you're getting the job done. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's neither here or there, honestly. It's uh, it's working for him, and I'm excited for him. I have no doubt he's going to maintain a number of belts at the end of the year. Um, I just, how much is it because of his direct involvement? We don't know. So. It's, it's good fighting with your gun, Alex. <laughs> it has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these, these hands are magic. Let me tell you, these hands are magic. <laughs> oh my gosh all right back to the match i guess but yeah uh so round three um barbarian got his uh two and uh and uh oh his two pointer right have it guys two and five correct right um ending it the game with 19 to 17 in barbarian's favor so it was a yeah. close match 
It was. I mean, I think that wasn't. I, it was almost never in doubt to me after the mm -hmm. first round. I mean, I did. I mean, Kaleta could have come back, but it was. I felt it was pretty much over at that point. But like I said, at the end of the day, Barbarian was great, uh, excellent, but he wasn't quite IG championship level yet. That's how I yeah. ended the thing. That's Adam is a good guy. I just think he's always going to be kind of a second tier IG player. He's a good guy. He has base knowledge. I just don't think he'll ever. I, th I think the levels of the IG are a little mm -hmm. bit above him at this point. Smart guy, but uh, just that's unless he study unless he decides to like study his ass off and really get into it. I think that's the difference. He's a very busy guy. I think he has the base knowledge there. He has the interest there. He has the the drive to want to play there. But I think he just isn't putting what other IG players are putting into preparing for the matches. So if he did, we might see a whole new thing. You know what I mean? But I feel like studying and stuff like that's just just not a priority at the moment. So he's until really that happens, he's really um, got to study his Lord of the Rings stuff too. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. He needs he needs to brush up on Lord of the Rings. He knows where to focus. <laughs> Which is, by the way, I have to bring that up. There was that error in one of the questions. No, it seemed never nobody really noticed it. Um, it was I can't remember, it was a quote, and uh, it was the wrong is wrongly attributed it, but they got gave it to him and got it to him. And it right it was about uh, I can't remember the exact quote. Buck, if, you, if you're out there, Buck, put it in the, the exact quote. Yeah, I don't remember. Chat. I don't remember. I do remember it was like a quote. It was a quote about uh, something. I think someone Gandalf said to Frodo, and mm -hmm. he said Gandalf said to Bilbo. Which is a completely different character. Completely totally. Different. And nobody like seemed to say anything, and it went by. It was just kind of an interesting. Yeah, it was a disturber of the peace. Frodo. Frodo told, tells Gandalf that we've been labeled now. We've been labeled a disturber of the peace. But uh, yeah. that Bilbo said it, and he just totally went by, and it was mm -hmm. yeah, Frodo, yeah, exactly. Frodo tells Gandalf. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of funny because like I don't even the people in the chat really didn't even say anything. I was just like, kind of yeah. Watching. I mean, it, it doesn't change. Um... It doesn't change the the real like what the question is asking really. I I think honestly, it's a different character because he got I got it really got it ahead of Bilbo and it was the wrong. But character. he's but wasn't he described as the same thing in in both of them? No, I no. thought I thought that was mentioned in the Hobbit, the first Hobbit movie, at one point where he's labeled the disturber of the peace as well as no, Frodo mentioning character. as well Frodo as Bilbo. Mentioned that, Frodo mentioned it because of Gandalf's yeah. adventure with Bilbo. I, I don't remember oh. the question though, but do they say in blah 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 movie what, or is it just say what does Frodo say to Gandalf? Yeah, I don't think they mentioned a movie or anything okay. at all. Um, that would be if it's in the movie, then it's an obvious like okay, well they misspoke, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they don't say in the movie, then I can see that that would be a problem. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I guess the end of the day doesn't really matter because Adam's so lost anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, we did get a, a quick donation. Three great people on screen. A favorite match so far. Nice. Love it. You, Thanks, Shug. I believe it's Shug or Justin or Ferris, but most likely Shug. It's a sugar, sugar, a sugar, sugar, a sugar. Cow, cow, Thank you, Peter Jackson himself. Oh, sorry, Malcolm. Looks the same, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. Barbarian is great, but no one is talking about the fact that Goddard has proved himself much more and gets far less acknowledgement exchange bias, I think. Wow. I feel like that's a very, um, I feel like that's a big conversation, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, there, Well, like, I know Christian even mentioned who at this point right now in the season, who do you think would be rookie of the year? And like a good half of them said Parker, and he's only had one match come out so far, um, versus Goddard, where he's already succeeded in two leagues, and 
Now, a third one, sure, he may not be great in IG, but at the same time, you can't deny competing well in three leagues <laughs> is it's a definitely as you should. It's a lot <laughs> better, I guess. So here's my thought on this. I actually think he has gotten a lot of love and got it. Like we have talked about Goddard getting rookie of the year. Because right now, technically speaking, if we're to end today, he does have rookie of the year because he's but the issue is the issue with that is the only reason he is the rookie of the year so far is because he's played the most matches. He's had the most matches involvement. Yeah. I think with Barbarian and Parker get more matches, then they'll surpass surpass Goddard. Because Goddard win Goddard wins, does well. But I don't think I've ever seen him dominate anybody. Barbarian is a good dominator. Parker knocks people the fuck out. Like this is they're gonna be people that are gonna really showcase He's played anyway. one match. I will I will bet you a bunch of dollars. I'm sure he will. Because he doesn't need to like show me. He's he's yeah. been the fan. I know he's in the families a lot, and he in the families he was dominating on harder questions. He hasn't missed a question, and I don't think he's gonna miss a question in IG. That's neither here or there. This is a whole different situation, and I do think he is gonna nail it. I do think he's gonna get to the final round, and I don't know if he's gonna win or lose when time comes. It gets Mets or Kalinowski or whatever it might be. But at the same time, he's has one match, and. Mm -hmm. Considering the amount of hype he's had around him, if he doesn't get to that championship level match, it will be considered a letdown. I agree. I've had, I've had people tell me that, and I'm like, no pressure, 21 year old kid who's playing for the first time that's only played in one match. Like the he need he's gonna fail at some point. Didn't seem fair, though. Didn't seem. He played though. one match. We're not talking about Craig being being like being on that level because he was on he was a uh, he had the same technically he had a perfect match in his debut match as well as a rookie. I did. I think I think people are talking about him just as much. I think honestly, I think it's Mark it's Parker was hyped up last summer. That's true. That's very true. Craig was starting to be hyped up, you know, last fall, like maybe in November, December. Absolutely, but that's a completely different conversation as far as like how hyped up he is. And Dean, I'm not, there's no excuse. I'm not giving him an excuse. I'm just saying he is undefeated. He's absolutely undefeated, which is why I said if it ended today, he is rookie of the year. I'm just saying that speculative in the future, by the end of the year, once Parker and Barbarian both have more matches, then they're going to leapfrog over him. That's my prediction at this point. I just don't think Goddard's as good as they are. He's good. He'll win. He'll win, but he won't win as well or as convincingly, let's say, as Barbarian and Parker will. I could be wrong. Absolutely if, wrong. If, if Parker wins the IG belt, I think he could be much, much more likely to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, ben, if he gets anywhere close to a belt in any of the leagues, he's Rookie of the Year, hands down. I think, wait, who was it? Yeah, um, even Eric mentioned, I don't think Parker will compete in teams or singles. So this tournament and division is his only chance to earn Rookie of the Year. Goddard and Barbarian still have the other tourneys to really shine. What's going to be interesting so, is Parker faces Goddard next in IG. And, yeah. all, and you know it's all, a lot of things are about image and uh, and how things look. If, and how it if Parker whoops his well. ass, if, if Parker whoops his ass, it's going to be hard to vote against him. Against Like Parker versus Goddard of the Year, if Parker beats his ass something bad, and that's gonna that's gonna be one of those sticking points when you what it, okay well what if uh the pride end up being like number one contenders or end up getting a sink getting a team spell absolutely could be i'm just saying like if you have parker getting the ig or getting an ig match against Mets, i want because i don't know but i don't know him it's gonna be a, a nominal match if that ever happens but having him 
in the number one contender match, having the pride of the number one contender match, but Parker beat the hell out of Goddard in the IG tournament. That's it would become down to recency bias. People won't remember this match all that much compared to towards the end of the year when we do get towards those tournament matches where there's more championship belt matches being discussed. You know, this is a we're not even hitting the half of the year and half of the season, you know, and so them already coming up, you know, people are going to forget about this match at all. One thing I would like to point out real quick, uh, Chris says Parker is expected to win, but I feel like Parker has to outshine Smith's rookie year to really grasp rookie of the year. And that's. I feel I, I feel that he had the Peter moment. Do you know what I mean? Like he lost. If Parker doesn't have that, then his year could be better than Smets's year. I would argue, honestly, that's what made it better, though. People cheered storyline wise, but that cheer, people cheered for him like no other because of that loss. It made him look human, and people loved him for it. You know, um, we can talk all day and night about how perfect someone can be, but at the same time, that just seems unapproachable at a certain point. But do people vote because I like that person? They had a really good storyline. I'm gonna vote for them, or yes. like this person won every single thing, knocked out everybody. Storyline, almost what? perfect wise. Well, story. that's a storyline. If Parker People knocks out stories over numbers, if Parker knocks out everybody, that's a story in itself, though. That's, it, he's not perfect. being included in story or anything all that much right now. If he's undefeated all year long, every single match he's in all season, and the in his stuff, that that's the story. It's gonna be a storyline. You know what I mean? Like, like he'd be like a Damon. He'd be like a Damon. Yeah. Like in Star Wars. Again, it comes down to recency bias. I think I people might be. He's not. There's no storyline or anything going on right now. Again, he's only been in one match, and I think he is going to thrive and he's going to do well. He is going to be going up against Kalinowski. So maybe let's not for. He will maybe. go up against Kalinowski. You think Kalinowski got the other side of the bracket already? You're, you're gonna, okay. So it's him. Uh, Brandon Hanna is going to be going up against uh, Jen or uh, uh Sorry, yes, you're right. Uh, Jen can be or. Um, Damon Hannah's gonna would knock both of them out hands down. That's obvious. Kalinowski is going to be. I love you, Greg. I love you to death. But you're going up against the champion. You're going up against that. And Mike is gonna take down Zipper. You know, Hannah. Oh, Zipper. I love Zipper. He's my dude. My homeboy. I'm not but, gonna sleep on him. I wouldn't sleep on him at all. He the words out of his mouth is saying, I don't want to focus on IG. I will focus on IG if you tell me to, but I don't want to be in IG all that much this season. Zipper said that he said? Yes. Yeah, but he also talked to us after that, and he's flipped his gears now, and he's been studying with Parker and Smets. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just I saying. Guess, like, I guess the attitude, saying, attitude has changed him a little bit. But some I, also, I also worry about KO. I don't think KO's had the same swagger since Smets knocked him out in the spectacular. Oh, you shut your mouth. He How dare you? This year, he's won his matches with Corruption, but it's been Chance that's been winning it for him. Not winning it for him, but he's, he's, been, he's been a little rusty, and Chance has been the A player on that team. What? He does not have the same swagger yet. He's got to what? He's got to convince me. He could. He could get it back. He absolutely could get it back. I just think you right need now, to leave, Paul. I love you, but you need to leave. He could totally get it back. I don't, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying, but I, I'm not going to sleep on Smith. I, I, I'm not going to sleep on uh, Zipper. And I think Hannah could beat him possibly too. But also Zipper, he he's not feeling uh, – he wasn't feeling himself all too much after he lost in his singles match against Stacey. He mm -hmm. was hyped up like crazy for that match. And he proved, oh, my gosh, he is like a serious force to be reckoned with. And his loss in singles does not mean 
He is a bad competitor at Staples. I cannot wait to see him rock it. Yeah. He's due because he's had a lot of bad luck, it seems like, too. He's yeah. due. <laughs> so that. Yeah. Go down luck, so to speak. So. But at what point are you going to stop blaming luck? I'm not blaming it. I'm just saying he's, yeah. it, it, things got to even you out. I don't know it. Yeah. It's, so. It sucks. That's what he does, unfortunately. Either way, I'm just saying the KO, I don't think KO is as much of a lock as you seem to think he is on that side. That's all. I think there's a lot of ways that he can. I think he's going to lock more than Zipper is. If you had to put money on it, would you really put money on Zipper? Over KO? KO? Really? I'd consider it. Because I, oh, I, I want to see, see KO's first match against Alvin. I'm not talking about what you want to see. I wouldn't put what money on it. Yet. I wouldn't to? put. I wouldn't put money on it yet. I, I want to see. Like I said, when KO faces Alba, I'll make that judgment then. Because I want to see him in a one-on-one one match. I want to see if he's got his swagger back. If he has his swagger back, then he'd be okay. a stripper. If he doesn't, if he's shaky, if he's rusty, if he's in his head, then I would maybe put money on. It's stripper. when he gets in his head sometimes when he has his moments where everyone doubts him. That's when he thrives. When he when he beat Smets, when everyone was vocally going against Smets. Yeah, but then in Spectacular, he missed that one question in round one against Smets, and he went, oh! It happens every once in a while. He's yeah, doing it. Monday. back harder and faster than ever, and I'm so, I want to see him. Dude, I, I, Mike Kalinowski is an awesome member of the community, awesome Schmodown competitor. I think he's built a I've lot. But coming along. I'm just saying I'm not sold entirely that he's back yet. Convince me. I feel family. I'm sorry. Do we want to talk about the numbers? We can talk about the numbers, my dude. Yeah, the numbers. He got his ass kicked in spectacular. Yeah, one match out of how many? And he hasn't performed that well since. He hasn't played since. Yes, he has. There's chance, and chance has been the reason why they've won. He hasn't really played since. He's played in one match. And it was two matches this year, and chance. Both times, chance was the one who really stepped it up. I thought. Regardless, he still. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not fantastic. I just, I want to see. Even in IG, Zipper was never that great. You're right. He was okay. He never reached his full potential. And I'm hoping he, he's going to get a nice kick in the keister, you know, from, you know, rooming over there That's with nice. a fellow, with a, with a, with a champion and also, you being part of the dungeon, you know, I can't wait to see how that's going to play yeah, out. We'll have to see. I, I do like it. I think it, it could be a great match, and mm-hmm. we'll have to see what happens. But either way, it's possible. Either way, though, uh, Brandon loses. So, <laughs> no, that's why it's important. I still think Hannah can do it too. I really you do. need to get out of here. Who are you? I don't want to do it. He's a freaking backstabbing son oh, of a. Bitch. Why are you saying he can win? Are you a traitor? Are you? <laughs> For agent for for him. I, I don't know. even know you. I swear. Someone, Kelsey, someone is taking over his skin and it's not cool. And I'm not here for it. It's grody. It's rooting against him. Grody. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We'll talk about Hannah a little bit later. Yeah. Well, if you're ready, we can go into it. I, see, I might as well just keep the IG matches in, together and, go back to Star Wars? and then go back to Star Wars. Just go back. Right. Want to get into Hannah's all? Yeah, let's get into Hannah's song because I've got opinions about that traitor. Wow. <laughs> I got thoughts. I got thoughts. Words. Very lots of aggressive words. Fucking <laughs> okay, Hannah. Right. I, I, I wanted Saul to clean his clock. I wanted Saul to talk. And, and Saul had some zingers. Saul had, some, had the great uh, promos. Promos oh, are amazing. Great promos. And Saul did well. He actually proved himself worthy of being in the tournament, proved himself worthy of being a player. 
Diana just played well. You can't knock how he played. He didn't do yeah. great in the first round, honestly. A perfect first round. Yeah. Perfect first round. <laughs> Wait, was it in the second round he didn't play do very yeah, well? Yeah, only match, only things he yeah. missed. He missed the bonus question in round one. He missed the steal in round two. Uh, I think he, more, he went down to multiple choice once, I think. I'm late. Yeah. At out. the end of round two, he was at 19 points. Yeah. All I know is he's a weenie, and I do not want him anywhere close to us. Hey, Alex, for the first time, mm -mm. I agree 100% with you. I agree. But do you? I do. Do you? I don't want him to be near us. I think he's a weenie. I think he's a. Why are you saying these words? Like. <laughs> Oh, I, I I think he's gonna beat these people, but at the same time, we ate them. Okay, either one, one or the other, my dad. There's everything could and want. I don't yeah. want Yankees to win, but they do win sometimes. Yeah, I don't acknowledge them. We I live here in St. Louis, okay, with the Cardinals. We don't acknowledge those people here. I don't know what you acknowledge because the Red Sox Cardinals twice in the world. I will have to say though. Red Sox. I don't know. I do have to say though, he's got this win. So he's got that confidence boost a little bit. So it'll be even more satisfying when he gets destroyed next round. That's true. You know what I mean? That is true. Regardless, he's going to lose very soon. That's it. That's what matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. I hope so. We I can't all... wait for him to lose. It's going to be sure. amazing. I'll throw a party. I'll throw a showdown thing. We'll party. have a party. We we'll should totally have a call to action party. Like balloons. Tassel. When, when Hannah loses, we have a party. Oh, my crown. Yeah. Oh, my that my 30-year-old birthday crown that Lucas got me. I didn't get a 30-year-old birthday crown. I'm jealous. <laughs> Lucas, <laughs> I got one, but it's fucking long gone. Long time ago now. So. <laughs> People at work decorated my desk with like tombstones that said 30 on. I'm like, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Brandon and Hannah. Just yeah, right. going right. Hannah. What a weenie. <laughs> Motherfucking goddamn! I, you know what? Who I am really excited about though. Going off that, I am excited to see really see what the all the hype coming up around Jane Kempe though. I am super psyched for her. Cannot wait. Not and Alex Damon obviously is really great, but he's clearly a little shaky when it comes to IG. Yeah. So yeah, the dude is human. So I have no idea. I've never seen anything about John Kemby. I've heard good things, but I've never seen. So I can't really predict about. I really can't predict that one at all. Um, I can guarantee great things. Yeah, is she going to beat Damon? You think? I'm sorry. You think she's going to beat Damon? Oh yeah, yeah. I, especially after seeing his IG match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think she has it. She's she's got it. She's got it. Yeah. I, I I can't say anything. So I mean, I'll 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 trust you on your opinion. Mm -hmm. She wasn't a free for all last year, wasn't she? she I do remember that. But it was she only she lasted like only one round though, two rounds, didn't she? I don't I can't remember how. That, that that's not IG though. Usually they're not focused is on she, IG. Is she a full time she, IG player? She, she's an IG gal. Okay, I wasn't sure because like you know the lot of live players. Like, oh, tournament. Yeah. Or, or something's changed, I don't know. But I know for a fact. Although the issue about with going back to Alex Damon, of course, the issue mm -hmm. is what does he spin? If he spins Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, because he's very good at Lord of the Rings as well, if he spins oh, one of those, so then he might find his way through. If he spins something with his weaknesses are, or like a, yeah. a track. I agree. Well, moving forward, the wheel is definitely going to be statistically in his favor. Jen has to be smart, though, about... <laughs> strategizing right obviously she's 
she she needs her her faction needs her points man they're desperate right now but absolutely anyway. so either way uh hannah saw so back to hannah and saw yeah. um it was not a not, not a tko right because so yeah. hannah had to answer his questions okay yes but mm -hmm. pretty much over before we went to round three what are you talking about chris <laughs> uh, what Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. She isn't. She was in full metal and multiplex, and I guarantee, like I said, she is a force to be reckoned with. I gotta be honest. I don't, know, don't know about her. Anymore. I don't know how many families there are and what families' names are. Even to be honest, There's, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> done from this. It's nothing to me. I know you're a family manager and all power to you. I, just, I couldn't tell you which ones which. <laughs> there are, no. I mean, you're not kidding. There are quite a few family matches, and there's new ones that pop up all the time. And there's like, uh, there's different rules and everything for each league, so it can get really confusing. So I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's that's a good point. I don't think we do know exactly what his weaknesses. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we do. We, has he shown any real weaknesses during his matches? I mean, I haven't seen that. Nobody gives it a weakness yet. I, I don't think we've seen a weakness. My money's yeah. on Trek, to be honest. Uh, didn't he spit, get Trek, though? Trek. He sold two on Trek. Yeah, did he? But, um, hmm. yeah. so, I, I mean, Chris is not wrong. I mean, he definitely yeah. is a serious threat. Until proven that he has a real weakness, then he's got to be considered a threat, especially when he has that kind of knowledge for two of the categories. Those are two big categories to be. Yeah. So. It, like I mentioned, though, it's, when it comes to IG competitors now, if you're not getting at least – a perfect you're not getting almost a perfect round you're not going to last very long in this tournament well you're right you gotta get now it is like round. it's a whole different situation even at, like one or two seasons ago it's now demoralizing actively train all the time you have to yeah it's a whole different situation it's demoralizing if you miss a round one question because then it's like a oh, fuck now you gotta figure out how to claw, claw your way back it gets yeah. difficult at that point Ooh, i wonder um about wizarding world Brown Interesting. Don says, I don't know. Mm, yes. Okay. Wizard Wizarding World is a deceivingly difficult. You mm -hmm. think it's easy because you might have read the books or seen the movies a handful of times growing up. At least we have. Uh Kelsey, yeah. you and I. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like there's so much knowledge you have to know for that. Kind and of also there's two other movies that you just don't really want to watch again. Exactly. I've seen the other two movies once and okay. I'm good. And I, I don't know. Really if I liked them. I did. That's the thing. The first one's okay. The second one was very sloppy. I liked it. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm trying. I promise, I'm not trying to be a contrarian right now. I promise. That's fine. That's fine. I really liked. Actually, usually the other way around. Usually, usually I, I say I love a film, and you're like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> I, I don't. I went with a friend. I went with a friend to see Crimes of Grindelwald um, uh, by ourselves, mm -hmm. and not reading any reviews or anything and i was just like so surprised by how much i enjoyed it but you know it's neither here or there i mean I, i'm gonna go see the next one when it comes out i'm not like they're, turned off of it but they're gonna be canceled 100 especially after jk rowling right now yeah, but yeah, so then we went to round three, and Hannah got his two and three correct. Saul got his two and three correct, but missed his five, so it ended twenty-four to twenty-one in Hannah's favor. Right. It was a it was a five. The Iron Man question, right? It was the. I think so. Right. My notes aren't as good this time because I had so many matches to deal with. <laughs> but I believe so. 
Because then I, Hannah was taunting him about it on Facebook. <laughs> I did say that because at that point he needed to, I said that Saul really needed to um, get all three of his questions right for the most part. And then in hey, Hannah could still win even though. So it's kind of one of those things where I kind of, it was leaning in, in Hannah's favor pretty heavily by the third round, mm -hmm. I thought. That's, that was also my gut into how, how the game was just unfolding at the time. Just the answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's clear he knew it, and yeah. he beat himself up over that one too. He yeah. he clearly knew it. He mentioned um, it in the, in the after in the chat afterwards about it, different yeah. reasons why. Yeah, but yeah, definitely great showing by both competitors. I'm excited to see yeah. Saul compete in the future. I think he did yeah. prove himself as a showdown competitor in general, Absolutely. and that would be awesome to see him come back. Yeah, absolutely. And that is yeah, true. Did you see that by the way? Did you see that one by the way? Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I said. I'm like, I, I think that was the question because Hannah was trolling Saul pretty bad. Yeah. Hannah troll yeah, or I, I don't think Hannah is like actively trolling to be an asshole or anything. I think he's just being himself. Which is camera. an asshole. Which is an asshole. So, an asshole. so like, but he's not at trying to be an asshole. He just is an yeah. asshole, you know? What a weenie. What a weenie. What Only a demon or gender person. Just anyway. Wipe the floor of them. Yeah. Mm. Knock him out. Make it painful. I hope he's making cry. That'd be great. Like a really spiky Lego. I was considering this around. I was considering going back to our chilled action episode with him and like censoring him out. Like a, <laughs> well, it's on his on his black on his like His face everywhere yeah. he says. <laughs> new dialogue or something there, like have his mouth move. We insert new dialogue. I'm a weenie. <laughs> Jake gets good on it. Jake, you got a, you got a project now. <laughs> get on it. Oh, all right. Any final thoughts on that match before we move on to Star Wars? Oh, real quickly before we walk away from that, I, I you know, Hannah did obviously win. It was a great match and everything. I do think that although Saul lost people are going to be actively talking about Saul next. He is going to oh, be really? like the real sneak pe uh, sneak picks, and he is going to get several offers, I'm sure, next season. He has knowledge. Yeah. He has promo ability. Oh, character. Character. That's very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a total package kind of thing. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's going to be the real secret weapon coming up. Okay. Indeed. All right, now moving on to Star Wars, Alex's favorite division. <laughs> Star Wars. This is or, or in the words of uh, Kevin Smith, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie altogether. What? No. Where <laughs> he named his daughter Millennium Falcon in that one movie. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> All right. Well, we had two matches back to back this week, starting off with a pretty big bang with Demolanta versus Grimshaw, and this match was glorious. <laughs> this match made me be like, "This is why I'm a Star Wars fan because these are my people." But yet, I am not even anywhere on their level. <laughs> uh, Demolanta just proved what he said he was going to do. I did what yep. he said he was doing. He's he's hungry. He wants it, and he showed it. Mm -hmm. He is definitively to me. I mean, we'll talk about the other match afterward, but definitively mm -hmm. he's going to the finals, um, mm -hmm. no matter who he faces. And I do think 
whoever faces him, if it's Laura Kelly again, I think that it is Laura Kelly. It's gonna it's probably it gonna be Laura Kelly. It will be most likely gonna be Laura Kelly. I'll say most likely. I'm gonna it's I just think let's put it this way. If I had to pick one person to go to the final definitively, it's Tim Alana. Laura Kelly After that performance? After that performance? Yeah. He's ready. He wants it. He well he well Laura Kelly had a very similar performance. She didn't get a single answer wrong. No, she is I she I, I just think she, she I, well do you think it's the intensity or the fact that they went into overtime so he kind of proved himself by extension? It was more like, yeah, he was absolutely perfect, seems really hungry, and also the level of competition. I do think that, like, uh, Damon versus Witt happened. I think Demolana's got them pretty easily. Kelly's mm -hmm. to face um, Knapsack, who is – or Knapsack or Ace, possibly, mm -hmm. whatever. Knapsack has – he doesn't study anymore. That's part of the problem. But he has that base knowledge that Scrimshaw has. Mm-hmm. So it's a, and that's true. Yes, that's true too. Um, so I think she's got a tougher, she'll have a tougher time in that than Demolano will have against uh, Damon. Molly Damon. Mm -hmm. That's fine. If not, that's yeah. by Ace, though. Ace is, a, Ace is still kind of an unknown quantity for me at this point. Yeah. I am. The first match, he seems yeah. to have the knowledge, but I want to see him against Knapsack before he can sell me on it. Yeah. I'm really 50 50 on how that match is going to go. I'm, I'm really excited for it because I don't, I, I truly don't know who I think is going to win that one. Regardless of who wins, I do know Laura Kelly's going to beat them, honestly, based on uh, based on either one of them's performance. I would predict that absolutely. I would predict I would probably. Kelly, Laura Kelly wins. I'm just, like I said, I'm just saying that I think Demolana beats. It's more of a lock that Demolana will beat Molly Damon. That's in my mind at this point. Oh yeah, I, I do think that's the case as well. Um, the it's the match the final match is going between uh, Laura Kelly and Demolanta. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, like, but we're going to be going into the next match in yeah. night. That's true. That's very there's, true. There's a lot to dive into that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Demolano was perfect. Uh, he saved the challenges, right? He, I don't know, at one point in round two, he was wanted to challenge. He thought he about could, challenging. You could see his face. He was thinking about it. And then I, I know what he was going to challenge, but I, he was, he was wise not to challenge, I think, because he would have gotten it. Because uh, Wits or uh, Scrimshaw said Red Leader, and it could have mm -hmm. been Red One. Mm -hmm. Catch Leader could have been the, uh, he could have gotten the name of the pilot, but it was. It, they would have gone. They would have gone with Red Leader. They, so I think his challenge would have been overruled. Yeah, which is a good thing because that. I mean, it may still end the same way, but we might have had a much longer overtime, and who knows what what happened. So I think he used that challenge very correctly. Yep. So, but yeah, talking about the rounds, it's pretty easy to talk about. Round one, eleven points per competitor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> such such a great round one, which is you're already we're already set up for that match. That was a great. And then round two, uh, Dimolanta got Phantom Menace, and Scrimshaw got New Hope. Mm -hmm. So great, awesome, 21 points each because they're mm -hmm. just unstoppable. And round three, also perfect. Mm -hmm. Like there's not even much detail to talk about. Everyone was just perfect every single round until overtime. Yeah. And then by a couple a couple words. By a word. word. One word, right? Luke's, one. Luke's, yep. uh, Luke's hatred. Instead hatred. Of Luke. Yep. That's all, that's all it took. One word. Yep. That is amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Although I will say, I will say that uh, um, Scrimshaw's um, play in this match does not to go back to their story, but I think that shows mm -hmm. me that Ken can still do it because Scrimshaw's a similar player to Ken in that they don't study; they just have that base knowledge. They don't really, mm -hmm. I, don't think, I don't think they care as much about like winning belts. They like to come and 
talk Star Wars. That's their goal. You gonna throw me on the plane and I'll do Star Wars trivia? Absolutely. Tim Alana wants the belt. He wants to play the game and win the belt. Scrimshaw's like, yeah, he's pissed. from Star Wars. Yeah, he's pissed. Exactly. Scrimshaw's yeah. like, I get to come and answer Star Wars questions. Great. And he still took <laughs> went perfect and almost beat him. So that makes me think that Ken, even if Ken's not studying, and Ken would be able to have just as good a game. So that's why I really want to see Ken and Gear. I want to see where he is at that. But uh, going back to the real match, of course, Demolana had the one. Demolana had it. He, he made a good challenge. They won. And he's ready to go. He's showed himself he's ready to go. He's so cool and collected. Like the one thing like that he needed to work on, which back to Danilo helped him with his like knowing what he needed to just slow down. That's what he needed to work on. He didn't need help studying. He didn't need help stuff like that. He he's already got that. He needed help with what like little things like composure and things like that that he needed to work on. Mm -hmm. And that I felt like changed his game. That's a good question. Yeah, being able to calm down and really just make sure to refocus mm -hmm. rather than, you know, because I know Bibbs, he mentioned it the other day where like it's it's the mentality of uh, being in the speed round. You know, obviously he kind of mentioned being involved in Star Wars is a, in Star Wars like it's very similar to being involved in a speed round. Thing is, if you can't get a question wrong really nowadays in Star Wars, mm -hmm. and you know, same thing over to speed round. If you get it, if you get a question wrong, you're taking away a point. So you're pretty much doing the same thing. Considering a lot of these Star Wars matches come to one or two points. They really do versus uh, versus the other leagues. Sometimes um, we did get a few um, we did get a few donations in Streamlabs. So thank you so much, Kelsey. I put them in the private chat for you. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, Barbarian is great, but no one is talking about the fact Goddard has proved himself much more and gets far less acknowledgement exchange bias. I think that's what I talked earlier. That's the one I actually yeah. that one earlier. So yeah. totally right. Yeah. And then evil laugh from Danny. Surprise! <laughs> uh, it's a good question. Actually, her question. I mean, we don't have to go deep into it, but match of the year? Do you have a lot of prescription so far? I don't know. I feel like that's very... I feel like it's too soon to say that. I feel like we yeah. should let it marinate for a little yeah. bit. But definitely also, be in the discussion, absolutely. I think also, I hate, go ahead. I say also, I hate to be like that, but like, I do feel like something is lost with it being digitally. If that was in a studio or live yeah. batch, Chewing, but the fact that like Bateman versus Merle was live and just the energy of that room and stuff versus the streamyard thing, I think that will hurt it a little bit. As I also felt for bad for Koi situation as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with his, with his internet connection, he I mean, there was entire situations where he couldn't talk to Scrimshaw at all because of his internet and the screen was black. And he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm rebooting my computer and, you know, trying to play catch with <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And, and Scrimshaw was pretty much like, well, we're just going to figure it out. Thanks, I guys. Love, I just loved how Scrimshaw was just unflappable about it. He's like, ah, great. Thanks. Good talk. <laughs> I love Scrimshaw. He's, he's I love Scrimshaw too. Slight segue to the quarantine beards that are happening within the Schmodown division, like down are on point. Scrimshaw's beard is looking good. Oh. Wick's beard, like everyone's looking oh, good with the beards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kenobi. Kenobi. There we go. More about Star Wars than literally anyone. <laughs> That's so true. Good. And that is also true. Those expeditions don't count, which they don't. But that I Lord don't think they will. So good too. Mm -hmm. so that's another one that'd be a. I, I feel like that'd be a definitely a conversation as if it would be like maybe worth half a point or something. Um, especially if we if we weren't able to, they didn't come back and with um, right. The they didn't come back and do filming regular matches like right. they did. But thankfully, that's not in the conversation. You know, mm -hmm. you know, we don't really need that. 
All right. Are we ready to go for our last match to talk about? Sure. All right. So right after that match, we had a nice little Q&A to kind of break up because then here we come with our second Star Wars match of the day, which was Wit versus Damon. Molly Damon. And, oh, okay. So this match actually was kind of closer than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, I kind of thought Damon was going to be a little bit more of a threat in this match. Maybe it could be just nerves the first time. Who knows? But I just I thought it was going to be a a little bit more of a further split. I don't think she's ready yet. I just don't think she's ready yet. I don't know if she she needs more time to marinate or more time to eat or whatever, or more time with Alex to study or whatever. Um, she's just, she's got some good base knowledge, but she's, there's, there's definitely some holes there um, mm -hmm. at a top level player like, like Alex or like Andrew will be able to exploit, I think. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's more, it's not so much the knowledge, but the ability to do it under pressure because I because obviously she's done well in the past like she's proven her knowledge in other matches I think it might just come down to being under the lights um, but um, and it just might be not only just working under the lights but Alex was literally like right there <laughs> yeah. you know and so like just adding fuel to the fire and so I don't know if that might be her more nervous maybe that's helping calm her i'm not sure but i know if i had the guy who i would if my husband was ended up being like that was the current champion was sitting like a foot away from me i would be like get the heck out of here this is no let me focus you're taking away from my experience right now right. i'd be pissed, you know but yeah. I, everyone's a little bit different and speaking of focus too there was a ton of challenges early on in that match that would throw me off constantly having to stop what we're doing have conversations like that that would that would throw me off personally i don't know if that did either one of them but that could be too where you're kind of in the game and then i have to wait for like five minutes while they're talking about things and then you have to get back in the game and then wait five ten minutes while they talk about it so yeah Yo. challenges that happened so long ago for me what the challenges were but they were good challenges all of them had mm -hmm. um he, he seemed what seemed like he had some really good challenges however he mm -hmm. didn't really understand what the challenge was right. he recognized a challenge could be made but the mm -hmm. difference between him and andrew de Milanta is that he andrew seemed like he analyzed the question a little bit more efficiently and he's like okay i'm gonna save that challenge for later versus uh wit he recognized the challenge and he challenged right away without without really having a letting it marinate which is i think is a real big problem for him no. so him, more than anyone especially he needs to really rake it in chill out and kaiser um he was just like i, I believe him sounds like a cool challenge that's because i think kaiser's a noted it comes down to when it comes to making a challenge that it's not so much um if you you can tell when something's wrong you have to say the exact words to issue a challenge like you can't just say well the question is misleading you have to say specifically why it's misleading with the examples and you have to be able to provide the right answer um, from that. So you can't just be like, the sky is blue. You know, you can't be like, well, based on this, you have, you'd say, explain why it's blue. The sign right. behind why it's blue, essentially. You can't just be like, oh, because I see it and it's blue. No, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to specifics to prove why. So, and that can, and I feel like that was his big downfall. Cause he was just like, well, in the scene, I, I think it was this, like, and that's what made him lose be able to get the wording out correctly. Okay, I'll get you on that. Uh, let's see. 
Here's one actually. Okay, there, there, there is a three challenges that there were there. I could talk about a thousand years instead of over a thousand. That's mm-hmm. true. It was, a, it was planned dialogue, so it was the correct one. Shield generated instead of deflect your shield. That was a tough one because he challenged, but he was wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, I mean, I guess it's worth it to not get her a point, but you didn't get the point either. The last one was always interesting to me because I don't know, you guys don't know and watch Star Wars. I know what he was going for with that. He said 3PO was R2 because they were all standing around in the funeral at the grave. C-3PO was there. R2 came off the ship and then C-3PO like interrupted the proceedings and said that R2 has a message. So mm-hmm. he said 3PO interrupted it. Technically it was R2 interrupting the whole thing because 3PO was there the whole time. But it was such a I got what he was technically arguing yeah, for. I th- this is I think proof of like what Alex was saying like I think the if wording. he would have worded the challenge differently, right? You know what I mean? Then maybe he might have had more valid point. It's just like how he challenged it. Because people can yeah. bullshit their way into the right into into the judges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben, baby, yeah. well, well, thing is, just gonna like follow up with that. It's just I've been I've issued challenges before, right. exactly. Um, personally, and I'm like, okay, well, the question is is this, and it was like something between the. One person, um, one person asked the question to my competitor, and he ended up getting it wrong. Fine. However, he um, he ended up he didn't say the letter. He said he misheard one of the answers, and so he thought it was this because of the because he has an accent, and so he's like, "Well, I thought you said this, so I said it that way." Right. And it what he said it based off the accent, and so. So we had to argue. So I felt bad. So I was like, pretty much saying this guy said it wrong. Right. <laughs> and right. Again, so I, I had to get a new question, right. <laughs> and I felt really bad. Um, but you know, those things happen. And just how and and I ended up. Uh, we ended up uh, losing the point. I think we I ended up losing the challenge because even though I uh, because I ended up saying it, I challenged technically on the wrong aspect of right. it. So I should have challenged on saying, hey, it was um, he pretty much gave us the wrong answer by him saying it. Right. Versus something else. One thing so, I one thing I'd like to say too is like how I interpret the question, I feel like that question kind of should have just been thrown out, to be perfectly honest, and started over because for example, let's say I was in a conversation with you guys, okay? And then my child came up and like tugged on me, whispered in my ear. I'm like, hey guys, we gotta stop talking. This is what's happening. Did my child interrupt or did I interrupt? Right. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like I, it's yeah. it's like this. I feel like that, if it's like this, it shouldn't be a question. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be, this is the answer. If there's this, then I've thrown out the question. Yeah, like I mentioned, it just comes down to as well, mm-hmm. what Wit, uh, sorry, not Wit, but what Scrimshaw mentioned during his uh, post interviews, is that it's going to be more about the competitor versus the question, not right. not combing their their knowledge essentially, you know, because there is so much of this, this. jazz fingers, so much jazz fingers, spirit fingers. These are spirit fingers. <laughs> it's a movie reference. You wouldn't get it. Wow! Wow! It's from Bring It On. It's from Bring It On. Bring It On. Alexander Payne. Did you know I'm a showgirl from uh from Vegas? Chasing Amy. I love Chasing Amy. I really do. That, that's actually my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> technically you could argue a lot of different. See, things. that's why. Like, if yeah. there's that much arguing, they just scrap the question. <laughs> yeah. 
That's just either way. Either way. But I will say also about this match, one thing I did notice is that uh, Adam Witt is one of my favorite competitors. I love watching guy. He's so committed to it. I think that he could he could eventually be I want to see him in Star Wars more. I do think he has that base knowledge, and I think we can get a little bit more in the game, a little bit more like full on in. I think we could see him do some good things in Star Wars. So I really hope he does. I do hope that we don't lose him as a competitor because he keeps losing. Right. He lost lost in, I mean, he hasn't, as far as, unless I'm sure we're going to get him in in a team's match and singles here and everything very soon. Yeah. Um, But he hasn't really won a match since, uh, you know, being part of the movie guys from what I remember. Yeah. And and he's so cool. He's so great. And he's so much, he's so much fun. I would hate to lose him because he, he's like, well, I, what? I don't get that much out of this and it's fun, but I mean, at the same time, I just keep losing and it's so public. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks after a while. And I know that's happened to some other competitors. I get it. I get it. I do think he's having a good time still, though. I think we got a couple yeah. more matches from him. I think we can get him a win, just get him get him over that hump. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's another guy who's kind of had a little bit of bad luck with some things. He had, uh, when he was with the movie guys, he, he, he yeah. played really well, especially then. But yeah, he went over for him. So, I mean, you got to win sometime, though, unfortunately. Yeah. He's clearly knowledgeable. He has he has it. It's just being able to calm down. And I'm I'm I don't know if Kaiser's the right manager for him, honestly. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Personality good point. Wise, I think they do awesome, but at the same time, I feel like he kind of needs someone to kind of be like, hey, chill. Mm-hmm. Find your center. Right here. Let's bring it down a little bit. He might do good with this. He might go to the Roxy. Yeah, I think that would be perfect, honestly. Oh, mm-hmm. Totally see that. Either way. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts on that match? Let me pull it back. Uh, yeah, I think so it ended nineteen to twenty-four. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was a good match. Not not a great match. It was a good match, and I'm interested to see what happens coming up. It was it was the match to see who's going to lose it to Milana, basically at this point. Yep. Really it was. I don't. I just think Milana's going to steamroll either. Uh, it doesn't matter who won. Milana's going to steamroll the win. Um, we also got another Streamlabs from a very important uh, lady here very recently, if you want to Kelsey in the chat. Sure. <laughs> we have a Streamlabs. Here it is. Hi. From Brandy. <laughs> Brandy. I love Brandy. Brandy. I love Brandy. Brandy. Hi. <laughs> I just joined uh, uh, the Bridget, Bridget, sorry, uh, Bandit Brigade recently. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Those ladies are so cool. I am yeah. so excited. Brandy and Heather, Bloor, they're all really cool people. They're all good people. I can't wait. We're bringing them into the Action Army as well, so it's good. They are, but they are they are part of the Action Army. They yeah. just don't realize it yet. Well, Brandy already does. Most people don't realize they're there. Heather Bloor yeah. is showing up more and often, so we'll we'll get them. You get everybody eventually. So, uh, but uh, what is that? That's a good question, Connor. I mean, has not gotten better at playing for Roxy? No, not really, but at the same time, though, I mean, she's definitely um, with the odd couple controlling ooh, them and making them Alex? work together. Alex has, arguably. Alex Damon. Damon. I don't know. if he, Can you argue that he got better? Better? Or he's or just, just consistent? Just is good. <laughs> he's really good. Like played. Wait, let me see. Let me double check. I want to see who is in his faction. Uh, um, let me just double check. Good content there. I think that's a good uh, good idea. Yes. They are a treat. I love them both so yeah, much, especially together. Both. I mean, they're fun on their own, but together, their dynamic is just 
makes me rupture. Their <laughs> soulmates and their chill both were very, very fun, mushy. Very fun. They're, they're so fun. Stacy. Stacy Howard. Once again, I feel like she's consistent. She did it, but she does constantly. <laughs> me either, Jake. Me either. We don't have Roxy either. We love Roxy. We love we Roxy. Roxy. We love um, Roxy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Looking at this, you might be right. Um, but I do feel like Stacy Howard, she might be coming out flying, she did well. honestly. She did well. She won her mask and zipper. She's doing well. Now it's an awesome match. Roxy hasn't had a potential person to get that much better. So let's see what happens with Stacey. I mean, she just wrangled the odd couple very well. That's the good question. That uh... mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But honestly, Zipper Howard match, that's my personal match of the year so far. That would be fun. That could very be fun. That would be cool. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I love the brigade, but don't sell to the army yet. Not ready quite yet. You got that. All right. Well, I think we covered the match. We got both. So, that'd right. Be, I think that'd be a fun match. I think that'd be that a fun match. I think, I, I honestly think at this point, um, I think Guy could get into Goddard's head. I, I, I think Goddard's so, yeah. Just a little bit, yeah. you know. I need to see how Goddard's If anyone can. There's a bear shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, take care, Jake. Jake. Hi, Jake. All right. Well, I think that's we've an hour and fifteen minutes in. We've covered all the matches this not week. Bad. Yeah, it's not, not bad. bad. It was just being it longer. So now we get to speculate. Yeah, coming up. Do you want me to bring up the picture real quick or yeah. no? Okay. All not right. Week, huh? All right. Yes. Next week, starting out with Alex Damon versus Jen Kempi. So. We kind of talked about this briefly, but let's get like your guys' like set decision. Who do you think's winning that? I have no idea because I don't know Jen. I don't know her enough to really say either way. I mean, so without since I don't know her, I have to default to think that Alex is going to win. But that's only because I don't know when Jen could pull a Parker and be uh, perfect. I have no idea. It's tough to say. I know that I, is ready well, to go, but well, just to clarify, I don't know if she can pull a Parker, but I know she's. I, I've seen I've seen her matches and she is really solid. She she's pretty darn close. I, I'm just curious to see her be under the lights again. That's a whole different mm -hmm. conversation. And Parker, uh, obviously, he's very comfortable, you know, working under pressure and everything. I don't know how Jen's going to be working under pressure. I do know that knowledge is there. It's just <laughs> whether or not with the people surrounding her, if she's going to be comfortable. There you go. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I, I feel we're like I don't I don't know her well enough. I don't watch the fan leagues unfortunately, and so I'm just gonna go with who I know. And I think Damon's got it, especially if he took to some studying after his first IG match. If he worked on some things, he could be scarier this time. So very loosely, am I thinking Damon might pull it? That's a good point by Ryan Payne. It's a very good point because we don't know her and now. I mean, I don't think Alex knows her unless. Yeah. I mean, they she has been the fan leagues, right? She said so. They have maybe he's gone into that kind of footage and everything. I don't know if he tape, has her. Yeah. So maybe if he's gone to the tape and knows her better than everybody else, then maybe that's the case. But if he goes up against her and he doesn't know what she's good at, that makes it hard. That makes it hard. Yeah. yeah. If I, I put her. money on it, though, I would do confidently put Jen though right now. Wow, that's impressive. Very confidently. Mm -hmm. I got to add to it, Dean. I didn't not give him credit. I just said the simple fact is that he's rookie of the year right now because he's had more matches. And that's just a fact. It's a fact. It's not that he doesn't have no credit. I'm giving him credit. I'm giving him all the credit. He's done very well in his matches. Mm -hmm. I'm just he's saying done that better. Yeah, he's right now, as of now, because of the matches alone, 
he's a better competitor all around, a better competitor than Parker. I have said that if, if it ended right now, he would he would win rookie of the year. I'm just saying that give Parker and Barbarian equal amounts of matches, and that I think it and might be reevaluate. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving God a credit. He has credit. He's not going to get rookie of the year unless he gets a belt. That's Who? it. Goddard or no Parker. Parker. Yeah, that's possibly true. Goddard could be rookie of the year without getting a belt, though. That's, that's possibly true. But I think Barbarian give Barbarian more matches and. And that could also reevaluate the things. Uh, yeah. If I, I had to pick, if I had to pick, you told me right now, Barbarian versus Goddard, who wins that match? I'm saying Barbarian every day, every day of the week, and twice on Sunday. At this that's point, a lot of confidence. I had I have the confidence having Barbarian at this point, though. I think I don't think it'd be a knockout or a TKO. I just think that Parker. I just think that uh, Barbarian will will be him. Right. So uh, right now he is. So. All right, next match to talk about, which we also talked about briefly, but we could go into a little bit more. Knapsack versus Cabrera. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Cabrera. I, I think he can. I think he's a way stronger Star Wars competitor than we give him credit for. I don't know what Knapsack's been up to lately because he hasn't been competing. I don't know if he has maintained and gotten as like Scrimshaw has, or if he's been focusing on other things and maybe a little bit rusty. I don't know, like, but I, I'm going about competing. He doesn't care about competing. That's the thing. That's why Ace is going to win. He doesn't study. He doesn't I got to tell you. I got to tell you. It's not a priority for him. When we predicted the Star That's Wars tournament, when we predicted Star Wars, the Star Wars tournament last time on, on call back a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. I said the exact same thing. I said that Ken doesn't care about the match. He really doesn't give up. He just is there to because he was asked to. He yeah. Was make a promo. He loves talking. Star Wars will do it and I'll play. Yeah. He's got the basis. And but Ace and I thought Ace is more hungrier for it, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. But after seeing Scrimshaw play against Damon or against Dimolana, I actually think they're very similar competitors. I think Knapsack and Scrimshaw are very similar competitors. If Knapsack plays at the level that Scrimshaw played, he beats Ace. Does he? I don't know. But he has knowledge. He does a Star Wars podcast every week. He is a former Star Wars champion. So doesn't Ace as well? He not anymore. He was on Jedi Council for a bit, but he's I don't think he does oh, a Star Wars. I thought now. he was part of one. Oh. I don't yeah. I'm probably I'm probably mixing him up with uh, Andrew Demont because I, I know he does. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't. He was on he was on Jedi Council with Ken mm -hmm. for a while. Um but Ken has a base knowledge it's hard to ignore. So if I had to make a prediction, I think before I did say Ace. I might be switching to Ken. I might be switching to Ken just because he has that such a great base knowledge. It's hard to, to argue against that kind of base knowledge in this kind of match. You're talking against someone of the caliber of Laura Kelly or Andrew DeMilana or Alex Damon. Mm -hmm. That's not enough. But he went, I mean, this is a guy, Napak went toe to toe with, 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 with Whitler. Yeah, he didn't study for he didn't study for that. Either. That's a whole different situation. It was an Iron Man match. He never studied. That doesn't matter. How does it not matter? Yeah. No, no so we're, 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 it's, like, it's neither here or there because it's not a it's not a regular uh, schmodown match. Whitworth it wasn't a match. It was it was an Iron Man match. It's completely different formation, so we can't yeah. compare the two. But what was considered the greatest champion outside of Alex Damon? But that and was old Star Wars. It matter, though. It really doesn't. It's moot point. It's a completely different format. I don't think Whitwer would carry himself as far now than he did then. I don't think he went against Damon. Yeah. I. He beat him before. 
Damon is like okay, so he won the what is it called the Dragon Con one, which is. But what were Damon in the five man match or whatever? Yeah, I, but what were also conspiracy screwed up multiple things. Like he lost the five way matches and stuff too. I I don't think Whitwer is would carry himself as strongly now than he did then. I mean, like I feel like Star Wars has gotten stronger since he was the big wig in the league. I also don't think Sam Whitwer's the guy. Could be he's telling Dave Filoni what to write in Star Wars sometimes. He's actually on the he's having good ideas and stuff doesn't doesn't know it. Overconfident and then say a quote like three times wrong and then like you know. Cause yeah, he kind he didn't do great that at the celebration one. I mean, he was fine, but I mean, was that the Campia one? Campia one. <laughs> or was was camp? there. The Campia, uh, no, Napsap won that one. Yeah. Um. So like, and and he was knocked out. He was knocked out before the finals. He made one bad. He had one bad. Uh, uh he had one bad pull. That's right. I actually, I remember that one pull. He was the admiral. Mm-hmm. Captain Nita. Captain Piet. And if you have one bad poll, you're going to lose nowadays. I agree. I totally agree. That's why we know Adam and Molly, she's clearly has that core knowledge, but she's not going to, she's not going to be Andrew. Um, unless she changes something, unless she improves to significant. Heavily involved in Star Wars since he's left. So he's just been all in Star Wars the whole time. Yeah. So. I don't feel like being in a show with a Star Wars necessarily means you're more absorbed than someone that talks about it as deeply as Damon does. Damon tears it apart and breaks down details and things. Whitward just needs to know what's happening in the scene he's in, which I'm not saying he doesn't know more stuff like that. I'm just saying, I don't feel like that's a benefit. I do uh, not feel like that's yeah, he's, strong. Yeah, he's not actively talking about the history. He's not talking about droids or anything or anything like that actively. He is, he's involved with it, yes, you know, being at conventions and stuff like that. But there's a difference between doing that and having like a podcast and talking about it every other day. I guess, but if you talk to Dave Filoni, who's worked about him, he'll tell you that Sam Witwer knows just what he does. He, he talks about this stuff all the time. He, he's nonstop talking. He's also it. has he talked to him? But is he talking like is he talking about the future, hypothetical future? Yeah, he's talking about canon. He's like talking about canon, what happened in like continuity wise and stuff like that. He's yeah. talking about this. Filoni talks to him and and Damon and like judges like comparisons. I don't see that. As no, until I until <laughs> I'm saying I know that. He's beaten Damon before, so until Damon beats him, I don't think that you can really say definitively either way. That's just all I'm saying. Whitworth's also involved with things other than, you know, Star Wars. Absolutely. So, but when he's involved in Star Wars, awesome. He he's cle- he clearly has all the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, as far as how actively he's able to retract that, um, uh, re- and also like retain a lot of that active information, like uh, mm-hmm. like we the on the level that we demand our Star Wars competitors to nowadays, that's a very different conversation. So obviously he does know it, but can he recall something like this in a heartbeat? I don't know. And also I'd like to point out like what Lucas said is his skin itchy because we're talking about him in showdown context. <laughs> That's the thing. He has no interest in showdown. He didn't really have wow. interest. He thought it was just a fun little thing he was going to do once and quit like that. So he doesn't have that drive that people who are actively involved in Schmodown do because it's just a casual thing to him, which knowing Star Wars conversationally and knowing how to answer trivia questions, I feel are different ways of using that knowledge. And that's how Ken, Ken is, he has this knowledge, but it's not necessarily channeled into trivia competition. Mm -hmm. I feel like that, I I feel like, yeah. I I still think Ace might not suck, but I think uh, Damon's gonna 
to destroy whoever comes up against him anyway. So. You think Alex Damon is going to beat whoever wins this tournament anyway? Well, no. If, if it's Demolanta, different story. But if it was either Acer or Ken that got up there against him. But okay, I, okay. But, Hmm. Ace. My money's on Ace. You're going Ace, okay? Yeah. You're going I, ace. I, I just, I don't think that uh, Kem wants it enough. I don't think he actively cares all that much about it. If anything, I would be, would be surprised if he's like, I want to lose. Therefore, I want to play. I want to, I want to take on the management role. If anything, potentially, um, I could see that being something that he, he would be more striving for. If, you know? Yeah, I, he definitely. I definitely. He doesn't want to. I don't think he cares about winning. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think that he loves Star Wars so much that, and he's played the game enough that he knows the game. So I think he could very well take it. I think. I wonder if Ace isn't going to be a little. I don't know, intimidated by Ken in a way. Ace has always been looked up to Ken. He had Jedi Council together. He's worked with him a lot. You know, I'm going up again. I mean, it's a fun thing for Ace, but at the same time, it's kind of like, this is the guy who got me into Star Wars, like. Jedi Council stuff and that kind of thing as well. Uh, I'd be interested to see if if if, if that will get inside Ace's head a little bit. But Ace has also been actively involved with Showdown behind the scenes. Yeah, that's as true. Long as Ken has, if not longer. I'm just talking so, Star Wars specifically, because I mean, yeah, but I me, mean, he has been though within Star Wars as well. No, they did absolutely did. You're right. That's what I'm saying. I think that I I could be talking out of my ass there. I totally think I'm just throwing some situations out there to see uh, what happens. But as a Chris doesn't know, he's that could be. He did say he had a perfect game in the Ace versus Cavito match. Now, was he just saying that though, Chris, or did he actually do it? I don't know. It's easy to come out and but go. Also, when I'm, playing along with, when I'm playing along with Showdown, I do great. You put me in the actual thing. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, when the pressure's off, you play differently. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Just because you know it when you're not playing live and the pressure's not on you doesn't necessarily mean also, you know what I mean? It just, well, also, like when we, uh, as fans, when we watch these matches, we're able to read questions. Mm-hmm. The right. competitors can't do that, obviously, and that's usually the big thing that really kind of uh, changes it for competitors. Like a lot of people in the fan leagues um, and beyond think that they would be the best competitor; they'd be all championship level if they were if they ended up transferring over to Schmodown. Um, but realistically, it's a whole different. Game, not only because of the external pressure and it being, you know, being recorded and everything actively, but also because you're not reading it. I mean, like it, you're you're not gonna you're not reading the names. You're it's everything is phonetically. So if you hear like an accent, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Or you, some, some, I mean, that just makes it a little more difficult. But reading a question, you were able to see, hear that you can see the names, you can see the years, you can see the entire question rather than just like hearing it and trying to react to it. I'm going Ken. After all that, I've changed. Right. I said Ace. I said Ace last time when I went through my Star Wars thing. But I, I, like I said, after seeing Scripture, I think Ken has the base knowledge to get to at least the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it might be a different story against someone like Laura Kelly or against Tim Milan in like the finals if he made it that far. But I'm going to go Ken against Ace. Hmm. Interesting. Change I can see that. Change it. So, I don't know. Um, I'm just hoping to send you a promo for a moment. That's all I care about. I would also love to find out if this is actually all like a ploy Mm. on Ken's part where he's just being a mega heel and he's been actively studying and everything this entire time. (laughs) And he's just just like, yeah, you thought I was done, but I'm coming in, guys. I'm going for the belt again. And I would love to see that happen. I really would because I loved Ken as a competitor. He was so good when he turned heel. So good. 
So here's a question for you now. We have a time since we're talking about Ken right now. He's in the Drews. Who do we think is going to manage the Drews? We got to decide soon, I would assume, because it's going to be who I think and who I want are very different. Okay. <laughs> who yeah. I think, I think Ken. Who I want, Brianne Chandler. <laughs> Chandler. Yeah. Okay. Who are some of the other people that are being discussed? Um, I haven't really seen anybody really officially discussed yet. That's a thing. I mean, I Jay Washington. I, Jay Washington threw his hat against hat. I, I can see maybe like a, a mama divorce situation and Grace doing Grace and Cage doing like a, some kind of pseudo fight situation and Grace being like, you suck. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to go over to the droogs and I'm going to kick your, your asses. <laughs> oh, thanks guys. Are you behind the scenes? Are you maybe managing? And you're just, you can't say I, anything I, that, that would be awesome. But that's, I know that's not going to happen <laughs> realistically. Um, that would be cool though. Uh, I would love to, but I don't know. I don't think that that would ever happen. Um, <laughs> uh, but, so, but like I mentioned, I think it would be really cool to see Grace come forward. Uh, I think she's definitely thinking that. Uh... <laughs> oh, nice. thanks, Eric. I appreciate you. Oh my gosh! Uh, Picture to Alex and Shannon Barney team up running corruption. We look, I would like probably like dye my hair blonde or something just to make myself look less like her. <laughs> <laughs> she, we, she is so beautiful. Like <laughs> she is. Like she is so stunning. She's like one of those people. Like you see her in person, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's like really like almost like it kind of—it's very intimidating. Um, um, but we both are. We're both very similar in style when it comes to management styles, from what I've been told as far as like aggression level and intensity when it comes to new promos and stuff like that. And so I feel like I would have to like make myself visually very different mm. <laughs> or completely take on a new identity situation. So I don't know. Nice. Uh, so anyway, it's not Alex Shashak. Who is your prediction on who, who do you want to see happen? Um, who do you think is going to see happen? Um, I, I would probably say, uh, Brienne is probably my guess, honestly. That's who you think it's going to be. I, I really do think so because she is pretty involved, you know, behind the scenes mm -hmm. and everything, pretty significantly. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. So you want to see happen? I think so. I think she's really great. I think she would be a shoe in. I know some other people have mentioned Jay Washington or Jonathan Harris. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think Jonathan Harris would be an easy like slide in manager. I don't think he has the intensity to be a manager in today's uh, kind of season situation. Um, but yeah, but also I mean like we haven't really seen uh, Jonathan really succeed before all that mm -hmm. much. That's true. So. Um, I don't think it's going to be Jonathan Harris. I don't think it's going to be Jay Washington. I just don't think. It's, yeah, I don't think. Uh, Brand Chandler is an awesome choice. I'd love, I, I would do anything to see Brand Chandler work Brand Chandler in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that she's got a busy, busy lifestyle right now. I don't know if she can totally to it. Um, mm -hmm. there you go. She's, she's moving. Oh, where's uh, she moving to? I guess you mentioned moving. I'm not sure, but so I don't know what happened. Yeah. That, but that's another thing, too. Mm -hmm. uh, that <laughs> I hear so many people I love that team. I'm all for it. I'm all for Ed Harris being the new manager. Um, and Harris but, uh, wheel slice. I love that too. Um, but Brianne asked uh, uh, the surgery. Ryan says that Brianne would rather stay on the desk, and I do love her on the desk. She is great. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm gonna say I think it's gonna be Ken. 
and I want it to be Ken. I think Ken's a perfect manager to slide in. He, he's a good person. He's already involved this matter enough that he can kind of do it pretty seamlessly. Um, yeah. he's, got a lot, he's got people who respect him. He's already managed before. He knows what it, no one does. So I, I that's what I think we're going to go with. I'm hoping that's uh, that's the case. But that's what I'm going to go with. But then that also would beg, if, if it was to be Ken, that would also beg the question who's going to manage Ken for the Star Wars. And when he plays, yeah. He plays. Again, I think he's going to, I mean, like, even if he wins against Ace, I know for, he will lose to Laura Kelly, though. But who's going to man? Who's going to manage him? That if if he goes, he like, manager. people are are managers. Sure, it's preferable that managers can be there, but there have been many matches so far this year where managers are not present. At, present. But somebody else takes the place, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. step in. We're saying who's going to step in? That's right. Well, yeah, it's probably it's pro my money is probably going to be. Wait, I don't even know who's on, um, on uh, the other faction okay. right now. I you don't um, think it's going to be our asshole, do you? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I could probably see it being fucking Brandon Hannah. Fucking Hannah. Um, or heck, I would be surprised if um, Whitney Seibold actually popped in. I can see that, honestly. So, don't see it being Geraldi. Seibold, maybe Seibold. Or yeah. Father, no, Rebecca, no. Bonnie sure is on that. Uh, My Jader, money's on Hannah. Fucking Brandon Hannah. Yeah. Fucking Brandon Hanna. It's funny because some people have said in different streams like Kaiser came on and said that he thought that Brandon Hanna would be a good manager someday too. One so day. I don't know. What was that? One day. One day. Maybe for this day it's like a teaser. Yeah, that's true. James White did have his back in New York. But of course, James White's not there anymore. Yeah, so it won't be James White for that. James White also happened to be there at the live event. I think that's part of the reason why. It's funny how things kind of just worked out for, not really worked out for him considering, you know, he was very loyal to Brandon to uh him for a minute and that would be awesome <laughs> but that would never happen but I was that will that. never happen yeah i would love to say but yeah that will never happen yeah it can't be video drew because she's in the dungeon now she's yeah, used to yeah. Be drew, so. yeah. that's mentioned drew has mentioned that she would um she would love to manage she said at one point she she would love to manage she said that she would love to you know help train and do everything and write questions and everything she even mentioned she would take a step back from competing if it meant that she could manage yeah she said she'd rather manage yeah. i think but mm -hmm. it's, it, she's a good person um, to still continue uh rachel cushing just going back to rachel cushing and not to say that we don't want to see her as manager i know we i know all of us would love to see her as a manager she's not as super comfortable being behind the mic and especially in a heel role. And if uh, she were brought on as manager, they would have to do a complete change of storyline of where the, the direction of, you know, Brandon Hanna and the Droogs and everything are going in right now. Because uh, Rachel is very vocal about how she doesn't like doing like promos and stuff. Right. So, right. yeah, you know. Yeah, it is just, it could be Mans or JTE. I just kind of feel looking at the list more and more. Hannah's the, Hannah is probably the most talked about Droog right now outside of Ken is the second most probably yeah. but like at this point. So you got You're going to ride that while it's hot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's going to be hand in the back now at this point, but yep. fucking Hannah, more That's screen time. I, right can, I can see Mance as a manager, to be honest. You could, you could. Yeah. Or Jason Inman. Oh, great suggestion. Uh, he could whip out a promo like no other. If he just like snuck in. Didn't he not want to be involved though, or something? Yeah, he, but he no, he he wanted to be involved initially, but he didn't have the time to study as, to the intensity they wanted to because he ended up being 
being involved as a, like a he was he just got like a huge project to be um, to be a writer on a TV show at the time. So he couldn't compete as much as he wanted or study. Mm -hmm. But he has mentioned that he would love to come back at some point, but he just doesn't know as what. Gotcha. No, no one mentioned Emma. No one mentioned Emma because she was at the restaurant before she left. Yeah. I think that I don't think she is coming back to this. There's a reason why she left. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't want to. Yeah. At least not this year. Maybe in a future season, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah she, I, I think she hasn't really liked the. <laughs> True. She hasn't. Uh, she hasn't really like Emma. It, it seems like she doesn't really like the direction, the intensity that the sports focused atmosphere that mm -hmm. Shmodan is really taking, and that's just not her wheelhouse. And mm -hmm. so it makes sense that she wants to take a step back and focus on her other endeavors. At Rachel said point. the same thing. Rachel yeah. said the same thing. That's why you're never exactly. out of here. Rachel come back. She'll do exhibition matches, maybe, but that's about it. Oh my gosh, I oh, I was praying to see her in the LOTR match. Uh, that would have been gold. That would have been awesome. <sighs> it's so okay. good. So, unless we didn't, but we couldn't have asked for a better match anyway. No, it was a great match. Yeah, yeah. Great match. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I would say, did we miss any of the other ones? I feel like we did. Oh, um. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We and got machine versus Humphrey. Yes. At this point, I mean, because that's, that's, that's a that's a difficult one. Humphrey is kind of a, an unknown quantity at that mm -hmm. point. Um, very much unknown quantity. He's like Greg Alba was in IG, but they do have a solid basis in IG. They talk about IG stuff all the time, mm -hmm. but whether or not she could. Well, Smets has even mentioned it in the past that like he thinks that Janine is a great com IG competitor. She just doesn't mm -hmm. compete. Like she helps train with him pretty consistently um and uh they're really great friends and everything and he's you know he's mentioned pr very consistently about how talented she is when it comes to ig so i wouldn't be surprised if she's had the core knowledge for a while mm -hmm. but now the deep cuts we'll see my instinct says my instinct says Janine. she's got knowledge she's played a hell of a lot she's well versed in the game she's mm -hmm. one of those people that have been on the cusp for a while the need it's it's got to turn her away eventually because she's good she's when you're as good as she is and she keeps not quite getting there you got to feel like it's going to turn eventually she keeps trying and humphrey i don't think is well versed enough at this point to really do the kind of damage that would need to be done yeah but i didn't think i didn't think alba was going to do it either so i mean who knows exactly but which alba did great but he was also we saw how not great warfather did so let's say if alba was against the machine would he have won i kind of don't think so i think janine would have beat him yeah I don't, something, some, my gut is telling me humphreys for some reason and i can't explain why because hmm. um, i totally agree janine her record does not reflect her knowledge she is totally, she's completely talented. Her knowledge is there. It, you know, it's, you know, it's rough how sometimes like, you know, how it comes down to like, uh, you know, in the third round and everything, it just, not to mention, she consistently goes up really against a really great competitors. She went up against like Riley, like in our first <laughs> singles match this season, like, good Lord, not, not easy. And so, um, She's I, never had a gimme match. That's the thing. She's never had one of those matches. It's like a walkover. She's always facing consistently mm -hmm. 
solid players. Former yeah. belt holders. I mean, like she has always had very solid lineup of people she's been competing against. Exactly. Um, yes, Jenny, you're absolutely right. Even the women would all have to have mustaches. Would you draft me with that in that case? You, you have that girl mustache. I do have a mustache. Okay. I shave. Like every few days, I shave. You know, you can't shave. You got darken it maybe a little bit. No, I can pull a Frida though and like put ash over it or something. Perfect. Defies beauty standards. Power, I'm telling you, there's a lot of power in them. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing about Humphrey going back to the match, Humphrey had that great free for all where everybody opened their eyes to him. He like was the MVP. He lasted like out of 10, 15 rounds or that. Really did well, but ever since then, I haven't really seen him do much to be, you know, excited about. He's uh, so he's kind of an inconsistent player as well. It's hard, so it's hard. It's gonna be hard to tell. It's gonna be hard to tell. I agree. It would be hard to tell. <laughs> that is pretty good. That is a pretty damn. We got connected a little bit more. Oh, so right. a little bit further. You pull it off very well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I only get ever look sexy. <laughs> I'm definitely it. drafting you. I'm definitely drafting you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Alex>, it's over. <laughs> That's right. a good one. <laughs> Your massage and my massage is a very different thing. <laughs> you can't listen to me. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Giving away my secrets. That's how I uh, got the perfect mustache. I had to just color it in a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Cross. I, you know, I mean, like, this is her new look now. <laughs> oh, God. Things are deteriorating quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any final thoughts on this upcoming match, or are we ready to move on to Called in the Network? I think we got nothing else this match. I got to predict to Janine. I think it's gonna be. A, I think it should be a close, fun match, but Janine's gonna have the edge. Yeah, I'll probably. Uh, my gut is telling me no, Ryan. No, how dare you? How dare you? Hmm. Um, my let me say, my gut is telling me Humphreys for some reason, but I really, really would not be surprised if. I know you can't take me seriously right now, can you? I always take you seriously. I took my part. I take more seriously now. Can I yeah. get, a, can I get like deeper. a like a my own like skin toned like marker then and just try to cover it? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, leave it. <laughs> but um, uh, what was I thinking? I, I wouldn't be surprised if Janine knocks it out of the park. Honestly, I would really love for her to. I I would love to be surprised and see IG. Is where Janine thrives. It'd be amazing. It'd be awesome. I would love that. And not to mention, I am craving more female IG competitors by the second. I am just. Me too. It'd be great. It would be awesome. That, no doubt. No doubt. So. All uh, right. Well, coming up next, Call to the Network, where we talk about all the awesome shows we have upcoming on our channel this week, starting with tomorrow. Paul, what's happening tomorrow? We have tomorrow. Tomorrow is Shittle to Action, our show every Monday, sometimes Sunday. We have a guy we've been talking a lot about today, the Barbarian. Craig Green is going to be on Shittle to Action tomorrow. I'm looking forward to asking him all about the IG tournament and how he's going to stomp Ben Cotter. And uh, we'll go from there. 
Yeah. Oh, this could be so exciting. He's the best. I can't wait to learn more about him too. Like he's one person I'm fascinated by. Like I want to know his story. <laughs> sweetheart. Sure. All right. And then coming up later that week, Alex, when and what is happening on Schmobates? Excuse me, I'm painting, so <laughs> that is true. I, I'm, I'm trying to do this like backwards right now, and it is a struggle bus. <laughs> anyway, I'm just like, ah, anyway, regardless, <laughs> I'm just having a good old time. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Um, I, okay. So on Wednesday, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Brianne Chandler, speaking of potential managers, Brianne Chandler is going to be my co-host. It's going to be really fun. She's actually, she asked me to, she uh, messaged me asking if she can help come up with questions. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I love that. Like, like usually, like usually they, uh, like mm. usually I come up with the questions and I, I always mention, cause sometimes they, sometimes they ask, uh, I, sometimes they want to be involved in like the last question maybe because of their fun questions, uh-huh. but they don't want to go into like the, you know, the other questions, <laughs> but I am super excited because she is my co-host, but we are, they're going to be having the, uh, just to let you know, just to let you guys know where we are in the Shmo Base Tournament, uh, Tournament of Champions. James White is going to go up on Wednesday, and the following week it's going to be Bibiani through, versus Danielle Ramirez. And so we're coming up into, is that the semi-quarterfinals? What is that, quarterfinals? I don't know. <laughs> I can't do math. I don't know sports. <laughs> is that quarterfinals? I don't know. I mean, like, is because there's four competitors, does that mean Quarter, it's quarterfinals? Quarterfinals, yes, quarterfinals. Okay. And then I was like thinking like the other one, I was like, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm so cool. Um, but that's going to be a fun time. We're doing that at 930 Central. Um, it's going to be James White against Ben Bateman. They're both sitting at uh, two and oh. Uh, so they both have perfect records. So I'm excited to see that, uh, you know, really go out. And we'll see how that happens. Um, but also, like I mentioned, if you want to, I would prefer if you come and hang out and do that because we need people to vote to determine sure. our winners. So, Can I take a second here and say after the last mobates you had versus Billy and uh, the Beast, uh, Billy made some comments. Uh, I just want to address them. Um, after the tournament's over, well beyond the year, if, if Billy wants to step in the ring with me, I am always willing to take down that blowhard. You don't I, deserve to go up to, against Billy. He is currently sitting at two and one. You I have not one and oh god damn it. One and oh. When were, did you play in an official an official schmo bait mat with this uniform? Back with a segment. Hey, does that mean Mark Riley wasn't champion? Mark Riley would play when it was when Schmo Down was a uh, on the Schmo's no show. They had the same format when it came to the questions and everything, though they had the same rules. They don't have that now. Really it changed me, the I'll rules. Take, I'll take him. Take <laughs> Point is, he's played in three debates. You've played okay in one debate. You still need a. You still need God. A, yeah, you don't know how I can play a debate. I'll kick his teeth in. Oh, you you say that. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would love to see that happen. Uh, but say, uh, if you are also interested in sh- uh, competing on Schmobates, uh, please DM me. You know, send us, uh, call us out on Twitter at Call Action Pod. I run the, I personally run the Call Action Podcast uh, Twitter handle, and so let us know. Uh, who you want to go up against and uh, you know, that you want to compete in schmo, schmo beats in general. So it's a fun time. <laughs> Just saying. 
Um, and real quick, I'll take I will say a couple weeks on chill. Uh, we also do have uh, just want to know next week after that, we're gonna have Laura Kelly come on so we can talk about the Star Wars tournament. And then a week off, and then not a week off, we don't know about the next week. But then on July 6th, we're gonna have Sabrina Ramirez come back. So look forward to those as well. Yay. And yes, I'll take on David B. I'll take on anybody who wants to take me on because I will beat you all. I can't wait to see you lose. So, you know. You, you, don't, you don't have control of that, though. Just the Twitter votes, too. So. That's true. Oh, they do the rules, Twitter. But rules change, don't they? <laughs> I wouldn't put that past I, oh, Okay. Me. Also, I'm pretty excited that right after we wrap up the tournament, we will be uh, starting a new rule. So it's going to be really fun. I can't Ooh, wait. Geez, not, huh? All right. I like mm. that. Can't wait to hear about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. And then later on this week, of course, we will have Call to Action Live on Sunday, recapping what happens this week. And Alex and I were kind of talking about maybe doing a ladies' night this next week or the week after. Girl, I am in so neat, much need of ladies' night. I can't tell you. We have a great idea for a ladies' <gasps> night. Do we? <laughs> it's the best ladies' night theme ever. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Kelsey, please tell them. Please tell them. My speak up tutorial. Okay. No! Sorry, okay, what it's gonna be called is Ladies' Night, The Final Girls. It's gonna be like we're talking about horror movies and our oh, favorite like horror thriller, psychological stuff. Um, you know, when it comes to like true crime, horror movies, books, all that good stuff. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> that one I want to tune into definitively. I love that. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Can't, Can't wait. wait. I love this <laughs> I also just like miss hanging out, generally hanging out with my ladies. Thank you. Paul, you can get out of here. <laughs> I'm always there somewhere. I'm always there somewhere. You say that, but are you? Always in the background. You wish you were. You wish you were. Strike me down. I'll be more and I have, you know, Danny, we are, each of us are final girls from each different movie, like franchise. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what if we were assigned ourselves like franchises that we were final girls from? Like mm -hmm. someone was like the final girl from the, from the Scream franchise or something? Mm -hmm. Or like another know. one would be like the final girl from, I don't know, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, any of that good stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's have some left. Yes! I love it. I love the it. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's everything for Call to the Network. So we have our last thing for this evening, which is questions from the chat. So get your questions in. Streamlabs and Super Chats are prioritized for questions. But get your questions in. Showdown related. It could be not. You could have me and Alex talk about horror movies a little bit more for a little bit because it's so awesome. Whatever. <laughs> That's very true. That's actually very true. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys do on a guy's night? Yeah, I want to know. Paul, what would you do? Actually, the funny thing is, everything I've watched, I've watched your ladies' night, I pretty much the same type of thing. I would love to do the final girl, Conlet. I'd love to do the Harry Potter house thing you did at one point. Although we have to try to be, I don't know. I no, you scream Ravenclaw. Really? Scream Ravenclaw. Now I say that I say that because of several reasons. Uh, one of the big the the mark the pillars behind being a Ravenclaw is not only to be very intelligent, not only just focus on intelligence, but you're very logical. Uh, you are also you like to think outside of the box when it comes to creativity. Mm 
you are like you are you're creative when you uh, solve uh, solve puzzles kind of thing you're a creative problem solver essentially but also you like to contribute to a team you're a team player and you like helping others reach their goals as well so whereas you, you know you can be uh, you can be ambitious but at the same time you're not an asshole about it so if that's not Paul I don't know what is I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, not to mention some of the really awesome wizards are in Ravenclaw. That's true. Mm -hmm. That is very true. Kim says she's a Ravenclaw, and then she says I'm probably more Hufflepuff, but she says I'm a loyal guy. But she does know you a lot more than we do. Yeah. Lucas, we all different. Lucas is <laughs> Hufflepuff, so you know, people can be even spouses can be wrong. Yep, that's true. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, um, one more thing I was saying. Yo, I don't know you said. Shots would definitely happen on dude's night. That's absolutely 100 Are you saying shots don't happen on ladies' night, Ryan? <laughs> no, I think you're just saying that they definitively you would think? happen. I definitely think alcohol in general is just C2A in general. No matter who's on. Everyone probably <laughs> thinks alcoholics at this point. <laughs> like, it's... Uh, all right. Let's go through any questions we've had so far. Keep getting those questions in. Let me go back a bit. I don't think this is actually meant to be a question here, but is it cats or mustaches? I don't know, that's a good question. Like cats, what, the musical or cats like the animal? Probably both. Maybe the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like if I like cats, does it mean I have to like the musical? Like am I into like like cats committing suicide or what? question. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Jellico cats. That's I mean, that's the whole thing. The behind cats. I didn't like the musical cast a little. I haven't seen the movie, but I never like the musical. It, I mean, it is that's the whole thing with the musical slash movie. It's like they they every they choose one cat to be like pretty much that yeah. dies and gets reborn, essentially. Okay. It's like a, it's it's weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's... Oh, Robbie, you have no idea. It's Ed Harris in that movie. I will whoop your I will whoop your ass. Ooh, I'm up here. You know, you know what I would love to see uh, you, um, you versus him uh, in a video chronic. That's what we actually have talked. We have talked about that. So hopefully that will, that will happen. What I was gonna know. say is I I would normally root for PLD lose. Just kidding, but the Rocky's gonna kick your butt. <laughs> yeah, he will kick anyone's butt. I go to Durmstrang. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty baller. Do you know how amazing that school is? Just saying. Hmm. <laughs> that is like awesome school. Just saying, but whatever. Let's see. Whatever. Uh, One of those prestigious wizarding schools in all of Europe, but whatever. I'm sorry. What? Here for it. Uh, all right. I had one in here. Oh. Worst remake you ever saw. Worst remake I ever saw. Ooh, I would have to look that up. Um, I feel like that should be a category. Uh, remakes. On the top of my head, I might be wrong here, but I've had the uh, Point Break remake was pretty bad. Oh, that was so awful. I never okay. saw Point Break, but I'll take your word on it. Or the new one. I haven't seen either. Really? Have you seen Fast and the Furious? I've only seen the first one. That's, that's the pretty much ripoff of Point Break. So you've pretty much seen Point Break. <laughs> You'd seen a worse version of Point Break. <laughs> oh. No, that's the um, first really, to be honest with you. But. Aladdin. Oh. Aladdin. And I liked Aladdin, actually. I think it's fine. Um, I, I don't, I really, I, I really didn't like it. I, I understand what it was trying to do. But that, but Lion King to me, 
I never did saw not that like one. The Lion King. That one was that one. rough. Never saw that one. Um, off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with the new Ghostbusters. I liked that they were trying to do something new with the ladies like that. I just didn't like it. Oh, oh that wasn't really a remake. Oh <gasps> wait, I got one. 2015's Fantastic Four. Uh, that's the one that's hard to say. Is it a remake? It is a remake. It is a remake. It's it's just a new adaptation. Okay, so more like a reboot is probably the better term, I would think. And a remake Um, means you're making the same story, the same exact, like, um, it's a a fine line. Comic's hard to do because comic's the, the history of the comic books, too, so it's kind of hard to call it a remake. Like, Batman Begins isn't a remake of Batman, for example, even though they tell similar stories. It's just a different adaption of the property. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Um, uh, no, wait. Around the World in 80 Days? Uh, Becky Chan. I haven't seen that one in forever. I, I can't remember. Is it bad? Is it bad? I can't remember. I was pretty Ooh. drunk when I saw it. I think. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's like the worst movie ever. That bad? Mm-hmm. That's sad because I like I like uh, I like Jackie Chan. I know me too. All right. All right. Anything else? Any other questions? I don't see anything. Hmm. Wait, what about Red Dawn? Red Dawn's pretty bad. The remake yeah. of Red Dawn. I don't like the remake of Red Dawn. Chris, yeah, because Chris Helmsworth is in it. I remember that now. Yeah, I remember, I remember hearing bad things, but I never saw it. <gasps> Conan oh, the oh. Barbarian. Oh yeah, that was, that was with crazy. Jason Momoa. Oh uh, my gosh, I saw that for the first time like in February. Oh. And should I will tell Ferris to his face about that? Don't it's worry. Okay. I think I have told him that's his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Rough. Else? Are, wait, Robert. I'm just. I'm confused. I just want to double check. Are we just like not acknowledging that it was made, or you're saying that Correct. it was never remade, just in general? I assume you're saying you're insinuated, like you're not acknowledging it. That's what it sounds like. I just want to double check. <laughs> Sometimes I can't read that when people yeah. say that. Tone is lost in text. <laughs> Message is thingies. Uh, let me remade it. Well, yeah. It was kind of remade. He's not acknowledging it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> never okay, that's like that's good. Just like Blues Brother, Blues Brothers never had a sequel. That's not one. Ooh, wait, the mummy, the recent 2017's the mummy. You know that it's hard again. That's a remake. That's a follow. It's not a. There's a reason why it's not a remake. It's hard to have a remake out of an existing property like that because a remake, because mummy, mummy comes from like fiction and folktale, so it's hard to remake. Like there's a fine line. I can't figure out the way to describe it. Like that one. Well, okay. So if it includes the same characters, the same storyline, I think it is. Includes like the same characters. No same characters in the mummy. It's just the mummy, the bad guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. What? Okay, wait. What about uh, Spike Lee's Old Boy? That is a bad remake, from what I've heard. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's a bad remake. But that is a remake. Yes. I've not seen that. I've heard it's horrible. So. All right. I saw a pretty cool question. Where'd it go, though? 
Charlie's Angels. I actually okay. I actually like liked all Charlie's the. Angels. I liked all the Charlie's Angels. Me too. I didn't love the newer one, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked the newer one. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it, but I yeah, I really genuinely liked it. Yeah, Did you guys see the newer Flatliners? Uh uh. Um, like the original. The, new one. the original Flatliners, I was like a huge cult following, but the newer one, it came out like um, late oh, last yeah. year. Last like year. Ellen Page, Diego Luna. Yeah, I've seen the trailers for it. I think it's in my queue to watch eventually. Mm -hmm. Except, like, I did like the cast from what I heard. But... <gasps> Wait, Robocop. I didn't the, see the new one. The remake of Robocop? Uh, no, no one? Okay. I didn't see it. That all suck, man. Come on now. Remakes are usually terrible, so I don't go see them. <laughs> that's fair. I don't blame you. Um, but also, there's Ben Hur, so that's pretty awful. You're saying, oh, I thought oh. it was a complete remake. I don't know. I didn't make it. Oh. So that's the thing. A lot of the new, like, instead of remaking, they'll like very subtly make it a sequel, but like they pretty much always do it by acknowledging there was another. You know better what I mean? like, was. A better way to plan. I got to. That's a good one there. Total remake. Total recall remake was not very good. Yeah. Fine. All right. Here's a question I think is pretty cool. Favorite documentary as of right now? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I've um, seen some good ones. I've watched a lot of true crime docs, so that's mostly what ones I'll probably talk about. Um, I haven't so, seen any documentaries, honestly. Mm -hmm. I, about I, 13th. 13th was a fantastic. So if you haven't watched that, go watch that. Um, there's a movie called, it's not new, but it's on um, HBO. It's called, There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane. I think I've talked about before about uh, the uh, wreck that happened on the Teutonic, uh, Teutonic uh, Freeway in New York. Mm. And uh, that is a fas fascinating documentary. So I've watched that one a couple times. I like almost actively avoid documentaries personally. Uh, uh, Three Strangers, super good. Free Solo, super good. Oh yeah, there are uh, oh. those are available on um, Hulu. I want to say, is that right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you like docu series, McMillions was really good. Um, I would just watch the thing about the Epstein, uh, Epstein uh, docuseries, series, mm. which was interesting. I didn't actually know that much about him, and that whole scene was disgusting. Um, yeah. Ooh. I love docuseries. series. <laughs> that is, Robert is quite right on that. It's never sleep again. It goes through the entire Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, like from mm. the first movie to all the way through the end. It's so good. And likewise, uh, made by the same people. They did one for Friday the 13th. I can't remember the name of the Friday the 13th one, but that one was actually pretty good too. Um, Crystal Lake Memories, I think it was called, I want to say. Those are both good. Uh, if you like horror movies at all you, you, and like those franchises, there's mm -hmm. a lot of meat in those to, to, to get into. Um, but I also will pitch, since I'm a big Queen fan, uh, from a couple of years ago, they did a, a documentary called Days of Our Lives, um, which was a beautiful and heart and heart-rendering documentary from queen from the beginning all the way up through uh through today and freddie's death um it's very sad at moments but it's very powerful also as well so those are probably the ones i would pitch forth i love documentaries so if you have any suggestions chat too tell me because i i like learning more about things that are happening the lord of the rings the behind the scenes documentaries on the blu-rays are also very very cool oh yeah they are very very cool you learn a lot about movie making just by watching those so 
it's um I, I would have to see the um I never really appreciated the the intensity or how difficult world building can be for a film or a franchise could be mm -hmm. until I saw the behind the scenes stuff for LTR yeah. uh, with Percy Jackson and the extent that uh, Percy Jackson with I'm sorry did you just mean Percy Jackson did I. I thought you did. <laughs> Percy Jackson's another movie franchise. Okay, yeah, I know. That's one of those movies, like a bit of a god or something, right? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, Percy Jackson's right. Yes, that was actually really good. I actually did not like Taylor Swift at all until I watched that documentary. I, I, like I like. I I know a lot of people like really dislike her, but I really like. I really like her now after that. I, she, she has this whole segment where she's talking about her fighting against this person that's running for government that is like everything is totally against women like all the things that she talks about is anti-women and just hearing taylor swift like being really active about it trying to like protect women's rights in her state it's i don't know yeah i have a whole, whole new respect for taylor swift <laughs> I also, it really kind of pisses me off like the amount of flack she gets for writing love songs mm -hmm. which literally that's 95% of music in general, yeah. but she in particular gets a lot of flack for it. As mm -hmm. if like, and people like kind of be like, oh, her, one of her 10 boyfriends. Like, are you serious? Like, sure, I'm, I'm married. I've been with Lucas for a long time, but if I wasn't married to Lucas, I'm sure I would have 10 boyfriends at, at least 10 boyfriends at this point, being a 30 year old woman. I mean, like, mm -hmm. calm down. People need to like- to do. You'd go through them. <laughs> Black Widow style. No. <laughs> if, I, if I dated 10, if I had 10 boyfriends as a 30 year old, I would have only, I would have like, I wouldn't date until I was 19 or 20 years old. And I would just hit my, my 10th boyfriend, have one a year. That's true. So just putting that perspective. <laughs> I don't know. Problem. I have no problem with her that way. I, just, I don't yeah. mind a big fan of her voice. That's everything. I just I mean, don't like her voice. But otherwise, she can write about everything she wants, and I like her as a person. She seems like she's really down to earth for the most part, and like really committed to being a good person and everything. So I'm more more power to her. I'm just not a fan of her songs. That's all. That's what it is. Maybe toe tap it sometimes, but they're just they're earworms. They get stuck in your head pretty good. <laughs> I love her Reputation album, especially. I do too. I love Reputation. Oh, oh I just Reputation. Saw her, that album. Like, uh, I just understand. Like I song. I'm like, yeah, they're fine. But like I'm like, they just I don't know understand why like they're so like universally loved. But that's why she's making the big bucks, and I'm I'm not so so dang catchy. That's why. <laughs> uh, but actually, Ambling Soul wanted to put up a good suggestion: swim team following a father trying to find a way to get his autistic son swim lessons. That's kind of cool. That sounds very oh, cool, awesome. actually. I like that idea. I'm able to take take a look at that and see if it's streaming somewhere. So. Oh, oh my god it's black about being oh, obvious that's i guess that's true too i guess that that's a i can get that being a little flack taking your laundry but, dirty laundry public if it becomes that kind of here's, obvious the thing, about it. here's the thing though there was no social media and stuff when the beatles were around we probably would have known every single person they were dating and their whole their intimate life stuff if that we also would have known how much of an asshole john lennon is as he is, he was a horrible person, but that's a whole other conversation because he was physically, mentally, and sexually abusive to not only his wife and child, but also numerous girlfriends. And he actually went to court about it numerous times, but that's a conversation for a different day. 
but he wrote some cool lyrics. So, you know, it's fine, right? <laughs> Love you, Alex. <laughs> Paul's dying a little inside. <laughs> no heaven. Uh, I'm going to let this one go. <laughs> if you try. All right. I'll answer this question, Malcolm. I like, uh, um, oh, is it called Love Song or Love Story? It's, you know, I, our song, our song, yes, yeah, Love Song. Uh, our song is the slam is dream. I can't remember. But anyways, it's on her first album, I believe. It, I like that one. I think it's called Love Song. If I had a favorite I, song, I think it's the same one, actually. I think it's the same one. Uh, I know that Butch, Butch Walker, who I do like. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Butch Walker uh, did a cover. It, like He did a drunken cover it one day. He had drunk, mm -hmm. went to the studio, just turned it out and threw it out there. Mm -hmm. I liked it. <laughs> I actually liked it a lot. Ah. It's not my favorite song. Ever, Thank you. Our song. There we go. What is what is that song called? Walker. No. Um oh, which Walker covered. Yeah, you belong with me. That's what you call it. I like that one too. I also like Look What You Made Me Do a lot, because that one's oh, good. Great. That song is great when you're really pissed at people. <laughs> In general, you know. There's something about a good hate song. Yeah. Or anger song that gets you able to be very cathartic. Yep. And bad blood's mm. catchy. My daughter loves Taylor Swift. Not just her music, but like that's her like her fashion icon. Yeah. I did something bad. That's uh, the one I like. Okay. That one is really lovely to me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Welcome back, Jake. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're talking about Taylor Swift. I'll make this. We've become a Taylor Swift uh, podcast all of a sudden. So <laughs> I guess I have to see myself out on that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay. That's a ladies' night conversation for you guys, Taylor Swift. Fair enough. It is. <laughs> I, I think she's like, she's definitely a lyricist that kind of captures, especially with, uh, she just captures a lot of, um, I think she captures anger overall being pissed very well mm -hmm. and uh, she writes things about um like certain relationships where it's just like it's not cute to write songs about i did something bad then why does it feel so good and the the song where she's like yeah i actively flew him around the world and i let him on because i found out he was doing a lot of shit to me and I'm going to lead them on and I'm going to break them so hard. You know, that's like, that's, and she writes songs about that. And I'm like, girl, you get it. Relatable. <laughs> I, I thought Alanis was always good at that. Alanis Morissette was always good at that. I love, yeah. Yeah. All right. Question uh, Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Okay. First couple albums, I liked Katy Perry better. I really did. I don't like any of Katy Perry's new stuff. Like at all, I but I think Taylor Swift's just getting stronger. So, ooh, wildest dreams. That song is gorgeous. <laughs> I love wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. That's a good. Song. Um, I, one, I would say Katy Perry over or Taylor Swift because Katy Perry is a big Queen fan, so I'll give her I'll give her credit where that's due. I also I love the song "You're So Gay." I loved that song for the longest time. <laughs> that was like the best for a minute. <laughs> um. There's a question for you. This is my new face, Ferris. <laughs> Isn't it lovely? 
You're you're a healer, remember? So you definitely got to twirl the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but yeah, Katy Perry. So do you remember like around the time there was like a joke that a demon was taking over all the pop stars? Like they'd some like cut off all their hair and dye it platinum blonde, like Miley Cyrus, and then go crazy, and then they'd be fine. And like as soon as it happened to Katy Perry, and she was like that, I don't, I haven't liked her since then. Like California Dream Girls, like. That, yeah. that was pretty much when she got popular. Yeah, like, but then earlier, I liked, like, yeah. Like, that album and earlier, I like. Anything after that, like, that Bon Appetit song I don't like. Um, no, not. I don't listen to the radio. I don't know any of her new music. I'm not going to lie. I've been listening to 80s rock for, like, three weeks, so I don't I, know what's going on. I now. listen to the same <laughs> 10 albums year-round. Wow. Like, I, I'm not kidding. I'm, like, I'm not a music person. I, I'm really not. Um um like i i listen to the same people same playlist like i'm mm -hmm. i'm into like the into the wild soundtrack right now um uh i can't remember by eddie vetter that's a mm -hmm. great soundtrack i love that soundtrack and score overall that one i i love me the cruel intentions soundtrack um i have i still listen to uh our what was that playlist we put together on oh, spotify Kelsey? oh Oh, or or the call to action playlist, or was it oh, the, yeah. the the wait the get up in the morning feel good? I don't remember what we called it, but yeah, it was like the one that uh, you, me, and Danny we all were able to contribute to. Yeah, I can't remember. What it was I called. still listen to that. <laughs> I literally do. How dare you? Yes, Chris, you can time them out. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will prove my old older white guy status here very much so because my music is very much classic rock of the 70s give me queen pink floyd zeppelin oh, yeah. I to them non-stop throughout and i can i mean i come back i listen to other things in the future but i always come back to my standbys long-term trips always go for me some 70s 80s yeah. classic right, rock. right now it's 80s a lot of van halen a lot of journey uh kiss uh def leopard um acdc just i just i literally type in 80s rock <laughs> and then whatever pops up is what i'm listening to <laughs> I got some um, 90s Shania Twain going. Mm. That's on a Don't impress me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so you yeah. got the legs behind. Got to touch. Yeah, you think you are. Now that I'm listening to Pink Floyd. Don't impress me. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Music video was so good too. Oh my! Mm. I wanted like a leopard, yes, full body situation. Oh man! And then music video. When and, I then, was like, oh. and then the man. I feel like a woman one too. Bum, mm. bum, ba, da, 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 da. Let's Let's go, go girls. Going out tonight. I'm feeling Remember the soundtrack for Coyote Ugly, Kelsey? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Oh, that the love guys gonna be with you, and I know it's gonna be a man. I hope I'm getting timed out for this stuff. I hope it doesn't sound too much like it. So. We're not thinking it close enough where it all things. And yes, Robert, I listened to Adam Hart Mother today, Robert, just for you to so you know. So I love that band very much. They're one of my favorite bands. Queen's my big one. Pink Floyd is definitely my up there, and Zeppelin is awesome as well. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a question I saw if you want to go back to this. Dean Morgan, mm-hmm. should spinners and opponents' choice be removed from the virtual wheel since players can't actually spin the wheel, or does it hurt the virtual match? Um, I'm confused. Could you it still spins. I don't Yeah, it still spins. Like why Yeah, I don't I don't understand that either, Dean, to be yeah. honest. I mean it seems it's whether you spin or really spinning. I do know in a championship match they do have the uh, the mm-hmm. current champion do has the option of including it. And by including the spinners and opponents' choice, does it definitely does change up your statistics, your abilities, uh, going your uh, how you strategize going into that match. Uh, but I also really kind of determine that off of who you're playing against, honestly. So by replaying replacing it by with new categories can be a real risk. Um, so it is hypothetically statistically easier on you to win. Um, or at least easier to strategize using the opponents and spinners choice versus like choosing to do opt out and go with like two completely new slices that you don't know about. Right. Right. It's hard. Yeah. I agree, Robert. I agree. Never heard of them. It's pink. It's an album. <laughs> it's, pink <I> <laughs> it's a pink Floyd album. I don't know. <laughs> like at all. I, I don't really. You're not comfortably numb? I'm sorry. Comfortably numb. Another brick on the wall. I know another brick in the wall, um, but I, I just, I, I did it. I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I, my, my parents, I, I didn't grow up in a music family. Gotcha. My, my parents didn't like. We played. We play like the, Like I said, we played like the same so many albums growing up. Like, yeah. so I mean, so I didn't really branch out all that much musically. You don't want to sit down with Pink Floyd. Sit down mm-hmm. on a night. Candles, low key. It's a very low night. If you want to have, if you want to have an edible or something that might actually help your experience, but otherwise, I've heard it's a very chill, <laughs> cool thing. So, yeah, my music taste now is very different than my parents was. My mom was country. That's was what she listened to, country, and now she listens to K-pop. So it's changed a little bit. But then my dad was Steely Dan, and he got me to the B52s, and like, so he liked he liked rock. But he wasn't like he didn't like hair metal bands at all. Like definitely, mm. like that is not his thing. He like Led Zeppelin and things like that. So, I I do dabble in that a little bit, but I've gone more into the like the hair metal, classic rock as opposed to I the. Love I love me some hair metal, but <laughs> I also surprisingly actually love musicals as well. I'm surprised. I love musicals. I love one of the soundtrack not soundtracks, but one of the. Well, it is soundtracks, but one of the musical soundtracks that I listen to very regularly, I, I do go back to really regularly, is American Psycho and Heather's. Mm-hmm. Um, Legally Blonde, I feel like it's really, um, people don't really look to that musical for being as amazing as it is, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've cried so many times watching it. Um, but yeah, sorry, don't get me started on musical, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We should have like an entire girls night just talking about musicals. Yeah. Okay. Oh, After we do our final girls one, we'll then do a musical. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> oh. Oh wow! Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> you see this coming? Anyway. Uh- Look at that. Look at that. And look at that. (laughs) This is how it should always be. Oh, hi. 
that? <laughs> that was you, not me, man. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> well, we completely lost control, so I yeah. feel like maybe, maybe she called this episode a night. <laughs> if Danielle was here, she'd be yelling at us so hardcore. Just like <laughs> we're very professional, guys. We're very we professional. We, we, very we're on a tight ship here. No, no craziness. We don't love it. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's it. Then. Anybody else? Yeah. I don't um, have anything else. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you being here and going over all this content with us this week. It's been a crazy week, and I'm glad we were able to keep it under 7 billion hours, as I anticipated this episode was going to be, because we have so much to talk about. So, Alex, where can people find you? On Twitter. It's in the, it should be in the description box. You can find me at uh, real underscore Alex Mech on Twitter. But you can, all, like I mentioned, follow us on Twitter because I run the Call to Action Podcast Twitter account as well. And I post a lot of GIFs and I post a lot of weird comments here and there and updates and profiles and all that good stuff as well. So definitely give us a follow. Awesome. And PLD. What about all your shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Holy space on that. Um, <laughs> like I mentioned, uh, Schmobies is coming in hot here this week, um, you know, with uh, Jesse White and Ben Bateman here on Wednesday at 930 Central. It's going to be a fun time really debating Schmodown's really awesome, fun questions. And also, uh, you can find me co-hosting Cinema Bias with Video Drew, a.k.a. Drew Grant, uh, where we really kind of dive into our personal movie biases, you know, you know, want to be directors, genres, whatever it may be, and really to help expand our movie horizons. Um, we're diving it. Uh, this week is actually my week. It's my choice. Uh, so last week we watched Vampire 1988's Vampire's Kiss with Nick Cage, and this week uh, we're diving into 1995's A Little Princess, directed by Alfonso Duralda. Sorry, Alfonso Duralda. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron, sorry. <laughs> I love that. I'm not a competitor, dude. And with the what outline, too, right? The but it's going to be a real fun time, and we're going to be doing uh, diving into a bunch of other movies. Uh, point is, uh, one, on one week, it's a movie that I love that she hasn't seen, and the following week, it's the other way around. So, kind of help expand her heart. There you go. Very cool. All right. PLD, where can people find you? I'm Paul on Twitter. You can find me on the Team Action Patreon. I run the Team Action Patreon, so we have some cool stuff happening there. So join Ben and Drew's Patreon whenever you can. Join the Action Army. Uh, you can find me on Class Action, a show I do on the Action Industry YouTube channel with Richard Eric Jarvey. Uh, I have some fun episodes coming up. One dropped today. That was a Ready Player One versus uh, Tron Legacy. Put them up against each other in five categories. See what happens. Uh, we've got some cool things coming up. Eventually, we're going to have a live show with Ben Babin guesting. We're going to knock down the top five Tony Scott movies. And that's why I'm doing the Tony mm -hmm. Scott Marathon. Nice. Um, that's a very marathon. That's, got going. should be pretty fun. Uh, of course, you can also find me on PLD Projects. I'm starting to finally get things going. Hopefully, very soon, we will be having the uh, Harris stance where I go through the entire Ed Harris <laughs> Uh, you son of a bitch, I miss you too, man. I miss you too. Uh, yeah, Harris, going through all of Ben Harris's movies, one by one, making you love him like I do. And just keep an eye on Twitter tonight. I may be deciding to go do a live hangout. Um, done that a couple times. If people are interested, we'll see. Maybe pop, come hang out. Just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, keep an eye on my Twitter. I'll send some links out and we'll see what happens. So that's it. 
fun. All right. And you can find me at KelseyKens90 on Twitter and Instagram. Also run the Call to Action Podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. T Public, we've got merch. Check it out. We also have face masks. So if you really want Call to Action to be across your face as you go grocery shopping, you that's a thing. Um, and phrasing. Also, phrasing on that. That just sounds weird. I know what I said. <laughs> Anyways, I also have my own YouTube channel. I haven't been putting content on there recently because I'm still trying to figure out what I would like. So if you guys have suggestions of things you would think I should put on my channel, let me know that as well because I mostly have been just by myself and I feel like I'm a better contributor in a conversation as opposed to just talking at people. So if you want to be interested in being on my channel and discussing things, also let me know. So just search Kelsey Kirkland and click on my face and subscribe. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us this week, and we will see you all next time. We salute you. We salute you.